Welcome back, beautiful and amazing human beings. My name is Luke Rudowski here of thebestpoliticoshow.com, as of course we are going to be going live for the next two hours talking about all the latest and craziest news that is developing right now, as of course there's a lot of really important things to get into, specifically when it comes to the larger defense bill, when it comes to the opposition to it, as well as the next moves here that are probably going to be happening that we're going to be talking about, as of course Elon Musk. Musk is even coming out and saying that he has had enough of Ukrainian support, as of course he supported Ukraine a lot, still continues to do so in many extraordinary ways. What are the larger ramifications here? Well, that discussion, plus a lot more, all going to be happening within the next two hours, as of course there's going to be a lot of other spicy issues to get into that we can't get into until we go on, of course, rumble.com, where the conversation will continue. But in the meantime, don't forget to share this broadcast with your friends and family members, as of course it is more imperative than ever that you guys share the links out there to the general public, to your friends, to your family members, to your sisters, to your brothers, the store clerk at the grocery store. Got to let them know. Go to thebestpoliticoshow.com because the algorithm definitely isn't uh, favorable to us. And this is why we're streaming on all different platforms and having this conversation in segmented ways where we could get away with stuff that we can't get away with on certain platforms. So you guys sharing this broadcast is more important than ever. I can't thank you guys enough for doing that. And another way to participate in the conversation is, of course, to also sign up, sign up to LukeUnfiltered.com. You can do that for less than $8 a month. And by doing that, you get the ability to call in to the show, show us whatever you want, ask us whatever you want. And, of course, we're going to be taking callers at about 7.30 p.m. Eastern. We also have a very special report just for members available right um, just a couple hours ago. So check that out. And we're going to be doing a members-only meetup in Fort Lauderdale in about two weeks from now. So sign up to lookunfiltered.com to make sure to get all those perks, plus a lot more. As, of course, you could also participate in the conversation by going to mysuperchat.com. And your super chat will actually show up on screen. MySuperchat.com only takes a 3% service charge. YouTube super chats, 30%. That's a big difference there. So we really appreciate you guys using MySuperchat.com as, of course, we're going to be reading every and all monetized comments as, of course, it keeps this independent media organization independent as, of course, we are here for you, working for you, having these conversations with some really interesting people. And one of these interesting people today is Joey Manorino. Joey? Hello. How are you? Great to be here. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for being early. That's rare here in Miami. Yeah. But uh, Joey, for the people who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself for the people who have never heard of you? So essentially, I have a podcast, The Joey Manorino Show. I do political fundraising for uh, non-Rhino Republicans. And uh, that's it. I talk about what's going on and people seem to want to listen. So I keep doing it. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you here because you had your kind of pulse on politics for a very long time. I mm -hmm. see a lot of insight from you that I don't see from a lot of people. So this conversation should be definitely uh, very interesting, especially with all the developments happening right now with the rhinos yeah. who are uh, polishing their horns and getting ready to <laughs> shove it up up America's tuchuses, yes, if, if I could say in, in a family-friendly way. And in related <laughs> 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 news of... 
putting things where the sun don't shine. We have Clint Russell here joining us today. Clint, how are you? Hey, I'm back and I am not hungover today. It's uh, going to be very energized. Clint Russell, host of Liberty Lockdown, co-host of Tower Gang. Don't subscribe to that. Definitely do subscribe to Liberty Lockdown. Got a new episode dropping at 10 o'clock Eastern this evening on YouTube, Rumble, everywhere, as well as audio podcatchers. And well, I'm lecturing you on what to do. I would also encourage you to go and subscribe via your favorite podcatcher to the RSS for the best political show. And Liberty Lockdown, Steph is in the building. Hey, everyone. How's everyone doing today? I'm excited to get started and start this conversation. You can find me on Instagram, Steph. We are change. All right. Let's just get right into it. As, of course, today's story. I mean, I remember waking up and like looking at the news. I'm like, no freaking way. The gall, the the, the, the amount of, of chutzpah that, that these rhino politicians have in the Senate is just absolutely shocking. It's, it's unnerving because... They literally passed a $95 billion, quote, defense bill. It's not a defense bill. It's an offense bill. It's a military-industrial complex bill. It's a bill to give some of the most bloodthirsty special interest groups in our life any and all money that they want to continue and prolong global conflicts. $95 billion, $61 billion for Ukraine, $14 billion for Israel, $91, uh, $9 billion for humanitarian assistance for Gaza. Again, how much for uh, the border? Zero. How much for the American people? Zero. What does this do to help the American people? Nothing. It hurts them. It devalues the dollar. It destroys American hegemony as almost every single foreign policy initiative by the United States is almost deliberately shooting itself in the foot and, and destroying what little kind of relationships we have internationally and globally. Joey, I... I I, I I I couldn't believe it. I yeah. was like, no way. Is this a? I was like, is this a Babylon B article? Are they are they are they really fooling us? But but the gall here is is really just the thing that has irked me the most. Well, here. they hate us. They hate us. Yep. They absolutely just despise the conservative movement. They despise the libertarian movement. The only thing that they're interested in is getting plushy defense contracts or positions once they're gone and lobbying for that. So twenty two Senate Republicans voted yes on the bill. And of course, the Democrats, I don't know the exact count because I never expect anything good out of them, but I'm sure it was the majority over there. Maybe Bernie stood against it and maybe Warren, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it, it was just a disgrace. But it, I can't be surprised. The Senate Republicans are the worst Republicans of all. We never get anything good from the Senate. If you notice, even the House will occasionally do a decent thing. They passed HR2, they passed a couple of good bills. They just die in the Senate where we are 50-50. You would think we could get something done. No, can't get anything done. You, we were talking about this before show, and, and it seems as if you have more of an understanding of the inner workings of, of House procedures and things like that. Isn't it unusual for the bill to begin in the Senate and then go back to the House? It right? happens. It happens at certain okay. times. So the, the original bill included border stuff. Right. They took all the border stuff out because, God forbid, we should do anything for America. We cannot get even a majority of the Senate to agree. Now, that border bill was horrible. It was junk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. It was but amnesty, still, pretty much. But imagine, you can pass a bill strictly foreign aid, nothing for the border, easier than you can pass something that includes border stuff. It's pretty stunning when you think about it. It's Not just, that yeah. we wanted that border bill, but they wouldn't even negotiate about the border bill to make it stronger. No, forget the border. Let's just do what we all can agree on funding wars across the globe so ukraine will get money israel will get money taiwan will get money everybody gets money 
we get to pay. We get to pay. Congratulations. It's, it's, so, it's so over the top provocative, too. I mean, we're already facing potential for world war with Russia, Iran. Now you're going to go and give how many more billions of that bill is for Taiwan, which obviously is going to be very provocative to the Chinese uh, you know, Communist Party. It's uh, for the life of me, I can't figure out why they would go down this path other than, you know, global hegemony and thinking that they could possibly win all these wars, which is totally <laughs> psychotic. But my question for you was uh, what what we're hearing is that the Speaker Mike Johnson intends to not bring this to a vote. They're yes. going to then bring uh, kind of some motion to essentially bypass his control. Right, so right. if you could explain so that. Johnson said that he is not going to take the vote up for um, on the House floor because, you know, he stands on some kind of principle. Apparently, he does not want Ukraine funding and he said he's not going to do it. So they need six or seven Republicans to get together and file what's called a discharge position to go around Mike Johnson and to force the bill to the floor anyway. Has to be from the majority party, from my understanding. So you need six Republicans to put it all on the line and just say, screw America, we're going to do wow. this. And if they do get it to the floor, as sure as I'm standing here, I'd bet basically all the money in my bank account that that will pass easily. Scary, with man. a majority. We have a rumble rant from uh, I'm Not Your Buddy Guy saying, the silver lining is that Matt Gates bet on new speaker has paid off on Mike Johnson. As, yeah. of course, we have the statement here by Mike Johnson addressing his statement on, of course, the, quote, Senate's failure to address the, quote, most critical aspect of national security, and uh, that is uh, literally financing foreign wars and not caring about our own borders. We are paying and financing for the border security of, of Israel, of Gaza, of Taiwan, of Ukraine, but but we're not taking care of our, our own border. That that makes no sense at all, especially with the news articles that we're going to have lined up for you guys here in a little bit, as people in, in parts of this country are already quartering the illegals who are coming through the border. Again, crazy stuff here. And Mitch McConnell, again, a guy connected to a lot of the intel agencies, a guy connected to a lot of Chinese businesses and enterprise, a guy connected to a freight company that there was a lot of white powder specifically found on, mm -hmm. came out and is urging Congress to, of course, move forward with this foreign aid bill. It's not a foreign aid bill. It's a war bill. It's a yeah. military industrial complex bill. This is what the TURDIS had to say just a few moments ago. Today, the future of the world, I've just described is in question. The endurance of an order in which American support is craved and American strength is feared is in doubt. And we, the United States of America, have the most to lose. Ever since we came to the aid of our allies 80 years ago, America has been an inseparable partner in the security of Europe. Not out of charity, but because our own security and prosperity is tied to it ever since we were attacked in 1941. Yeah, of course. Uh, invoke li literally a, a conflict that happened many decades ago to what's happening now. That Again, the equivalency is th there's none of that here. He talks like he has marbles in his mouth, but in reality he has... I can't, I whatever, can't say whatever it here. turtles yeah, eat. We know I what he know. has. No, no, he has the globalists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll save it for Rumble, where of course we're not going to be family friendly here. But but man, oh man, like like this guy <laughs> is, is is so infuriating because he, he's allegedly a Republican. He's yeah, not. He's he, not. He's, he's, he's a globalist. He's, he's not a Republican or a Democrat. Yeah. He's a globalist, 
And does he really think, I mean, all these people say, oh, Russia is going to begin its march and Putin's going to march straight through Ukraine and take Poland and take the rest of Europe. How would Putin even want to do that? How would he even manage all that territory? Does anybody talk about that? What is Putin going to do? Russia is already big. It's 150 million people, and it's one of the most massive countries on earth. What does he want more territory for? That he's like, how's he going to cover well, he, all that? He just told Tucker Carlson yeah. that explicitly, like five days ago. I don't want it. And and right. you still have Nikki Haley and Mitt Romney and all these other uh, you know rhinos that are just lying through their teeth that this is Putin's plan. It's not his plan. It's explicitly the opposite of his yeah. plan. It is fear mongering nonsense. Yeah, he has Sevastopol. He has Crimea. He wants to right. st- make sure he continues to have it. But right. NATO and the West wants to take it away from him. Right. They're only kind of warm seaport that Russia has. And of course, this would be a major blow to the Russian kind of empire yeah. if Crimea would fall. But. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't make geopolitical kind of strategic sense for Russia to, to conquer more territory. No. They already have a good alliance with Belarus. Why invade Poland? Poland is spending a lot of their GDP yes. on, on defense. They're, uh, you know, working a lot on a potential larger conflict here. And, uh, you know, me being Polish myself, and I'm like, crap, this doesn't look good for my people. As, of course, the Polish people have taken on a ton of, of Ukrainian immigrants. Right. We've, we've helped them. We've taken care of them. And there's also a lot of bad blood with the Ukrainians there. Historically, especially with the Bandaros uh, tribe, that still some Ukrainians cheer on that, that literally... Uh, took the lives of many innocent Polish people during uh, this conflict many decades ago in the 1940s in, in Europe. So it, there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of people giving off their own version of events. Uh, Putin was able to give off his version of events with Tucker Carlson. Right. Those versions of events are also, of course, contested, dependent on who you're, uh, of course, are going to be speaking to. But the history of Europe, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, crazy, my favorite word, tumultuous history. Yes. There's a lot of bloodshed there. Ukraine essentially is uh, the Afghanistan of Europe, and there have always been major conflicts, major wars fought there. And for this to kind of continue highlights how at any moment, at any time, it could expand. It shouldn't. And for uh, Russia, geopolitically, it doesn't make sense to take over more land because what do you gain from that? They already have a ton of natural resources. They have a ton of energy. They have a ton of connections now to India, to Iran, to China that have been strengthened, that, that weren't strong before, that are now stronger because of the U.S. moves that are being made against China, against Iran, against India and against the other parts of the world that are saying, you know what, if the U.S. won't do business with you, we will. You guys have a lot of energy. Exactly. We want that energy. And China has literally been caught buying energy from Russia and then reselling it back to Europe at a premium cost. 100%. Who's the real winner here? Who benefits here? Not the people. As, of course, the price of energy has gone up through this war. The price of grain, the price of food, especially in some of the poorest places in the world, is being absolutely... Um, taken away and inflated because of this freaking conflict. So it's, 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 it's just absolutely crazy yeah. that these people want to give more money to expand that conflict, which is going to expand going. all those problems. They just yeah. want to keep it going indefinitely because it benefits them. That's the whole thing here. And, and here's a take that maybe is controversial. If Putin wants to take Europe, well, who are we to pay for the stopping it? Europe can stop it. But why are we bothering? Who cares? We are the United States of America. We don't even have a border right now. We are being invaded every single minute. We have a military coming across in every single hour, basically. Okay? You don't know who's coming across. They caught a terrorist the other day. Um, some guy from Afghanistan was on the watch list once again. You find that story just about twice a week now. Who cares about what they want to do in Europe? We have to fix our own problem. We're $34 trillion in debt. 
and we don't have a border. Sorry, Europe. You're on your own. Yeah, well, that that is the truly uh, America first perspective. We have to take care of the homeland before we could consider doing anything else as a non-interventionist. Yeah. I whether we're doing well or not, it's still not my business. It's their business. But to go back to the the Mitch McConnell take, I think it's really remarkable that he ties it into you know the Chamberlain World War II uh, conversation because Tucker Carlson speaking at the the World Government Summit in Abu Dhabi, I believe, uh, yesterday. He actually makes this point. He says because he, he's he's asked, you know, what what is what is the perspective of the the deep state? Why, why do they perceive everything in this fashion? He said, look, you know how people are contending with with Putin's retelling of history over the past you know two thousand years that he told him in the first half an hour of that of that discussion. Well, for the Western diplomatic elite, the only frame of reference that they have is World War II. That's it. Like that, mm-hmm. every every single uh, conflict all over the world. That's what they go to every single time. And appeasement is always bringing on the next dictator, funny little tiny mustache guy that I can't talk about here. So that's what it is. These people are myopic. They have zero capacity to analyze this in in modern terms. They're out of their minds. And as he said, they are absolutely doing it for their own benefit, not for the American people. Yeah. Well, history is is very interesting because there's many different kind of uh, tales of it. Specifically, even even just looking at it recently, there was there was a you know a chance that uh, the USSR was going to be working with the Germans in the 1940s. They worked with them to, of course, conquer and destroy Poland as Poland was invaded by the USSR and Germany in the 1930s. A lot of people think it's just Germany that was the aggressor here, but there was there was a proposition, there was a deal that was turned down that would have aligned the USSR and the Germans in the 1940s and the 1930s. And uh, the kind of West that we have now wouldn't be the West that uh, we're currently living in. So I think essentially that's the larger fears of a lot of kind of strategists, of a lot of kind of America... Uh, foreign policy experts that are looking at this situation that are saying no matter what happens, we can't make sure that Russia and Germany come together. That is a fear that they have that uh, is is kind of their kind of red line. And I think this is why the Nord Stream pipeline was was blown up, because they were they were showing that they could have a cohesive relationship together. Historically, this is why they were kind of adverse to it. But if you're going to be studying history, you also have to look at the part of part of history of Russia usually gets destroyed during the beginning phases of war. And then when they, of course, uh, get started, they steamroll their opposition because of their manpower, because of their national resources, because of their factories, because of their production line that has been started up and is very difficult to, of course, slow down. So this is why Ukraine is is dealing with a, a, a very horrible situation. They're losing all of their young men. They don't have the proper equipment. A lot of the equipment sometimes doesn't even reach the front lines right. because of the corruption by Ukrainian bureaucrats that take the weapons and sell it to other individuals, that take the resources, that take the aid, that take the money, and literally resell it to other parts of the world. As there's even intel reports of specific gangs, terrorist organizations that have Stinger missiles now mm. and could potentially use them on commercial airlines anytime they want. Because when you drop a whole bunch of weapons into a a war conflict, into a country that is known for their corruption, 
Um, you could bet your bottom dollar that is a recipe for disaster, especially if you're not tracking where the weapons are going to. So uh, th this is this is this is a threat that isn't just about Russia invading us, but there's a lot of other bad, sinister groups, organizations, and people mm -hmm. that are being organized that don't like Western values, that don't like the American people, that don't like this country for their foreign policy aggressors, and they're of course going to be probably using a lot of those tools that we paid for and the history kind of repeats itself just like it did in Afghanistan, just like it did in Libya, just like it did in Syria, just like it did in Iraq. And of course, the same people that we were fighting, uh, after fighting them, there'll be a new group that of course will be using our weapons against us. And and that right there is, is another existential threat that a lot of people aren't thinking about here that I think we should really focus on because right. um, a lot of people are saying, no, we don't need any accountability. We don't need to know where the money's going. We don't need to know where the weapons are going. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Of course you do. But American foreign policy doesn't ever think that far ahead. American foreign policy thinks about the next day, the next week. They never think that far ahead. And you know what? They know these things. They know these things. From a humanitarian perspective, we're sending money for humanitarian aid. Just think, we've killed probably five or 600,000 Ukrainian men, an entire generation wiped out, just so Mitt Romney and his little friends could get richer, basically. Mm -hmm. This is what we've done. We've slaughtered a population's generation for no reason. Yep. Just well, to and, and enrich people. I, I would kind of disagree with you because I think, I, I think they know what they're doing. And, and, and I think they're always making sure that whatever conflict they start, it's either going to be deliberately prolonged or there's going to be another conflict or another rebel group right afterwards right. that they're going to have to fight. Because if you look at the kind of status quo system that we're under, it, it seems like they're almost drunk off of war, that they it's need true. war, whether it's in Afghanistan. They need an operation to, of course, have their black sites, to launder their money, to do their human trafficking, to do their drug smuggling. The intel agencies need something to, of course, facilitate their larger egregious illegal activities and what better way to do that than of course war and i think when afghanistan ended they're like oh crap we need something yeah and they fired and, a new one up and then and then there's a new one that just started up that was of course provoked that they were working on since 2014 ever since True. the maidan kind of revolution that happened in ukraine that was influenced by u.s aid and 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 john mccain and lindsey graham and all these other individuals that of course wanted ukraine for their own sphere of influence uh as of course a lot of people there were also sick of the russian corruption that was happening right. there but if you really kind of do look at it that to me makes more rational sense and I, I think the next step potentially could be a lot of the right-wingers that we're financing, that we're training in Ukraine, that could potentially be used as the next kind of boogeyman, the next mm -hmm. kind of organization that if Ukraine falls or if Ukraine loses, they're going to be angry. They're going to be pissed off. Well, right. there, there are some examples of them thinking. Uh, I agree with you. Oftentimes, it's it's a political calculation it's in, as opposed to a tactical one. But if you actually, the, the paperwork that he was referencing, uh, I'm pretty sure this is where, where it was from was the project for new american century where they were talking about how they needed to keep germany and its industrial capacity separated from russia and its natural resources if they were ever to come together they could be the global hegemon that's that's what kind of formulated their entire game plan as well as the clean break, break doctrine uh, in terms of uh, disjointing and discombobulating all opposition in the middle east to israel 
and and now you see like that's that's been the plan. You also had uh, Wesley Clark that said there were seven nations they wanted to topple in seven years. They ended up doing six of them in about twenty years, with yeah. Iran being the final one. These people do think ahead. The problem is is that when they're thinking ahead, it's extraordinarily catastrophic. Um, so I'm I'm very nervous about the trajectory of things because we're really now we've we've kind of ran through all the nations that we could in terms of Iraq and Libya and Syria and these yeah. nations that that weren't real existential threats on mm -hmm. a military uh, level. Now we're up against Iran, China, Russia. Like you have to get real with yourself. Yeah. You cannot have we'll a be annihilated. Run. We'll yeah. be annihilated. Oh, we are our they military. Will too, but I mean, it's yes, going to be terrible. I understand, but look at who runs our military and look at who runs their military. Our Lloyd Austin is oh, basically man. dying right now. Yep. He had another. Yep. He was in Walter Reed. We don't even know what's going on with him. Everybody below him doesn't even know their gender. So, like, we have a problem. We have a genuine problem. Hey, those furries, I, I bet they could be pretty aggressive on the battlefield. Well, I right? put them on the front lines, but um, they're planning. That's the problem. They're planning. They're thinking about white rage. They're thinking about gender theory. They're th Just think about how to win a war. But we're not trying to win a war. And we're, or, or let's think about how yeah. to avoid a war. That'd be yeah. nice for once yeah. in my effing life. I mean, yeah. society, society <laughs> is kind of castrating males. If you look at the kind of indoctrination that Russia puts its children through, as well as China, they're focusing on men being men. Yeah. We're doing the exact opposite of that in the West. Right. So China is working on genetic super soldiers that are going to be resistant to radiation. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're literally in a lab tinkering and like, okay, how can we, uh, you know, make the best super soldier the united states we're like how can we make them disabled black in a wheelchair yeah. and as diverse as possible Let's to be the representation the of what we want everyone to be right uh, and the furry uh, at the same time and and when you look at those kind of priorities especially with the corporate media saying don't have any more children it's bad for the environment um, especially if you have a particular skin color but borders come on in uh, we need more people because now we're dealing with a depopulation agenda they say those same things at the same time um, in different kind of messages and different articles and, and it's hard not to see this as a full frontal war and assault on the American people yeah. especially with this latest bill especially with them saying you know what screw the border we're not even going to address it. We're just going to keep it open. We're going to have people pouring on in. But uh, we're just going to take more of your money. We're just going to take more of everything that you have. As, of course, it's already difficult for you to survive. But we're going to bleed you a little bit more here because our friends need more money at the military-industrial complex. That's the infuriating thing. Uh, we got another rumble rant from uh, I'm Not Your Buddy Guy saying, did you read the part in the foreign aid bill that would act as a landmine to the new president if they wish to withdraw from the conflict in Ukraine, essentially setting someone up for impeachment? Yes, we talked about that uh, last night. Last night. Uh, so check out that video. We, But I think that provision has been cut out of this provision, uh, and we haven't seen... Uh, what was the senator again that brought it up and wrote an article about it? Uh, J.D. JD Vance. Yeah, JD, we haven't seen J.D. Vance kind of update us uh, of that. Well, as of, yeah. Let me just point out real quick the, the obvious cognitive dissonance, and I don't know how people are getting past this. In this bill, they're literally sending munitions to Israel and aid to the people being bombed by Israel simultaneously. Like... Can, can we even begin to comprehend how insane that is? Yeah. You're, you're sending it to the, I mean, at this point, yeah, they were the defenders. Now they're basically the aggressors from my analysis. Um, and then also the victims on both sides. Like, what are, what are we doing? This is just so psychotic. And it, and it demonstrates that the military-industrial complex, as well as a bunch of foreign powers, ultimately have ultimate say-so over how our political class functions and 
it's not to it's to our detriment every single time. We have an article here from uh, the Independent that reads: Elon Musk says U.S. should stop helping Ukraine defend itself against Russian invasion. Musk warns that the person to take out Putin is likely to be more hardcore than Putin. Yeah. This after, of course, he did a special space on X specifically speaking to U.S. Senator Ron Johnson as they were discussing uh, what the Rumble Rant was just talking about, specifically this landmine that was in this, quote, defense bill that would have impeached the president for stopping funding the future of the Ukrainian war. Uh, and uh, Elon Musk's comments here, uh, they're, they're right on the money. He's absolutely correct. He's absolutely freaking right. And when it comes to his involvement here, we got to understand, he, he gives Ukraine a huge advantage over the Russians, especially with the satellite technology that he's yeah. giving them and he has gotten nothing but pain because of it when you look at his kind of larger proposal for a peace deal if the people of the world if the if the western powers would have listened to his peace deal the ukrainian people would have been better off and would have saved face but also saved a lot of their own land that now they're probably not going to be getting back at any time soon as tucker carlson has even described that the longer that this conflict goes on the less chances there is of a peace deal and a negotiation. And I remember during the beginning of this conflict, CNN was saying, it's going to be over in a few days. It's going right. to be over in two weeks. And I'm like, uh, no, not, not, not with the way that things have been shaping up, not with the way that the intel agencies have been preparing for this since 2014. As, of course, this war, when, we, when we're going to be looking at the history of it, this war started in 2014. Yeah. There was fighting, there was shelling in the Dumbass region since 2014. Donald Trump was the first president to send lethal weapons to Ukraine. And when we look at that larger kind of decision, that larger move that was made... It is extremely significant, especially looking at the future trajectory of everything, because with the way that things are going, with the way that this election is, is kind of shaping up, the Democrats are not going to be losing Ukraine before Election Day. Right. Uh, so they're going to be doing, doing everything in their power to hold on to this conflict. I, I, I remember everyone was saying two weeks. I was saying, hey, it could be years. It could be decades that this conflict could go on. Conflicts are very easy to kind of start. They're very hard to stop, especially with the sectarian violence that is happening in that specific region, especially with what we've seen other conflicts, especially along similar kind of ethnic lines uh, be fought previously beforehand. So even after the election, I think this conflict could still potentially go on oh, for a very, the, very long time. The thing is, right now, they want it to go on. I don't know if Trump will want to continue it. Hopefully, he gets the warmongers out of his cabinet this time instead of hiring John Bolton again. But, Please. Um, it, and that's no slight to Trump, but, you know, it's just the truth. And um, so hopefully, if he gets in there, we'll stop sending. If we stop sending money to Ukraine, we stop sending weapons to Ukraine. This warrants. doesn't go very long. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, if Bolton's in there, if Nikki Haley is in there, if Bill Barr is in there, yeah. if uh, Kushner's in there, automatically red flags, yeah. red flags. Yeah. Like, the, the, and Europe will the, keep the, trying it, to yeah. fund it, yeah. but um, if we're not pushing it anymore, it you know, two three months, it's over. He says twenty four hours. I don't know about that, I, but you know, if Pompeo's in soon. there, big red flag. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want Pompeo. I don't want a Bill Barr. I don't want Nikki Haley. I don't want John right. Bolton. And I think right now it, it's an opportune time for. A lot of people, even in the Trump camp, even in the uh, kind of libertarian anarchist camp, to be like, okay, guys, um, we got to make sure we don't repeat these mistakes, but we yeah. got to make this an issue and we got to talk about this because if we continue the same way, like it, like we did previously beforehand, we could have had peace in 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 North Korea. We could have had a major peace deal that would have opened North Korea to the rest of the world. Yeah. There wouldn't be any tensions with North Korea threatening to bomb South Korea or threatening to send missiles our way anymore. 
if it wasn't for John Bolton that literally destroyed that entire peace deal with just one single comment. And he said, oh, yeah, North Korea talked to the media. He was like, they're just following the Libyan model. Mm -hmm. The Libyan model that, of course, if, if, if a lot of people aren't familiar with, they got rid of their, uh, you know, allegedly their uh, weapons of mass destruction, their chemical weapons. And then uh, a couple of years later, the leader of that country was literally getting knifed in the yep. you-know-what on national television. And with Hillary, Hillary Clinton, Clinton celebrated it. Clapping and, and cheering like a freaking drunk seal. Uh, we came, he saw, he died. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. That's what she said. As the guy's literally getting filleted on, yeah. on, on, on national ghouls. television. These are soulless yeah. demons when you really think yeah. about it. They celebrate death, they traffic in death, and they just enjoy every minute of it. And like, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're a death cult. Yeah. Uh, they are literally a death yes. cult that always needs some kind of war, that mm -hmm. always needs some kind of bloodletting, blood sacrifice. They need you to bring, bring you on top of that pyramid. They need you to drug you up, and they need you to rip that freaking heart out and freaking sacrifice it so the weather could be gooder not a lot has changed for <laughs> since since uh, you know <laughs> since many civilizations came and went. Right. not a lot of things have changed from thousands of years ago it's essentially the same thing just different layers pretending yeah. for, pretending that it's that it's different well, it's not there's there's one difference we have nukes now so the the bloodletting can get to be really really existential at some point and my hope is that as as this becomes more and more brazen that like people are literally we're going to talk about this in a second but people are literally quartering illegal migrants in their homes and if <laughs> if you're if you're doing that while simultaneously sending 100 billion dollars i mean that's a serious amount of money and it's all printed obviously but they're just going to ship it out oh, in reality they're not even going to ship it out they're going to send it straight to the boeings and lockheeds and and all of the military industrial complex contractors and then they're going to send out munitions and by the way to luke's point about whether or not we could have had peace with north korea north korea is currently sending munitions to russia we have put North Korea, which is a nuclear power, in bed with Russia, which is the largest nuclear power, which is in bed with China, which is the third or fourth largest nuclear power with also 1.5 billion people. Oh, might I add, they're also in alignment with India, a nuclear power. They're also in alignment with Iran, not a nuclear power, but could be pretty quickly if they'd like to. Uh, you add into that South Africa, you add into that Saudi Arabia. We're talking about a major, major realignment on the global uh, yeah. economy as well as geopolitically. It's it's all avoidable. And had Trump surrounded himself with some of the better people, had he made Rand Paul a bigger factor, had he listened to the Thomas Massey of the world as opposed to trying to get him thrown out of office, I think this country would be in a far better place. Yeah, I mean, the drones that the Hootsies are, are using, that even some Hamas members have been caught using, that, of course, the Russians are using in Ukraine, are predominantly produced in, in Iran. And, uh, you know, that kind of technology, especially looking at some of the videos, is absolutely freaking terrifying because you see soldiers... They have their, you know, they have their firearms. They're helpless. They are in an open field with literal dro robots chasing them down with explosives tied to them. That is, it, it's like Terminator, but like 10 times worse, especially when you see it live. You see a lot of these videos on Reddit. You see some of them on, on Twitter where, of course, a lot of this is unedited. I don't recommend people watch it. It's absolutely gruesome. Yeah. But there's a reason that they've been trying to stop Tucker Carlson from even having a dialogue here since this conflict started. Tucker uh, Carlson had this to say during the World Government Summit that I found very interesting, especially when it came to his interactions with the federal government that intervened and tried to get him not to do this interview that he just did with Vladimir Putin. 
Trying for three years to do this interview, the U.S. government prevented me from doing it by spying on my text messages and leaking them to the New York Times. And that spooked the Russian government into canceling the interview. So I've been trying to do this, but my country's intel services were working against me illegally, and that enraged me because I'm an American citizen. I'm 54. I pay my taxes. I obey the law. And there was no expectation in the America that I grew up in that my government and its intel services, NSA and CIA, which were always outwardly focused on our foreign enemies would be turned inward against American citizens. And I'm shocked by that, and I'm infuriated by that. And so once I discovered that that was happening, and I confirmed it was happening, and they admitted that they did it, then I was totally determined, monomaniacally dedicated to doing this interview, not simply because I want to know what Vladimir Putin is like and what he thinks about a war that is resetting the world and really gravely damaging my country's economy, but also because they told me I couldn't on the basis of illegitimate i've been trying yeah that's um based that's that's pretty ballsy for for tucker carlson you got to give him credit where credit is due he is extremely courageous yeah as as aj was even saying hey uh, tucker don't take any private planes don't take any plane rides before releasing this interview Did he get back in the country do we know if he got back i, I don't in? think he's back in the united he's in states yes he's at the he's literally I'm at the world curious. government summit i'm very yeah. curious what happens when he comes back here if well, he gets back in okay he's everybody. probably going to get the blue glove treatment by oh, tsa 100%. and homeland I mean, we, security we, we all get that right like like any of us. I, I found I found it interesting the conversation that uh, was kind of sparked by Putin who said that uh, Tucker tried to be in the CIA mm -hmm. as there's a lot of people talking about how Tucker's father was also in the CIA really? as well. So, um, you know, those conversations I find very interesting as, of course, um, some people are, are, are saying that this is Tucker's kind of redemption for not being allowed into the CIA. Other people are going down conspiracy rabbit <laughs> holes and, and accusing Tucker of being a part of the, the CIA. Oh, but I, I always say you judge a man by the fruits of their labor. Yeah. And when it comes to Tucker Carlson, there hasn't been anyone as important as him when it comes to pushing the Overton window, starting conversations, raising issues. When he was on Fox News, when he had all the boomers watching him on national television and was the number one show, he kept McCarthy in check. He was able to have profound influence on our way of life, on our government, just by simply speaking and reporting on actual facts that the system really didn't want people to listen to or hear. And I think this is why they got rid of Tucker Carlson. This is why they fired their number one news anchor. They shot themselves in the foot and Fox News really did something that uh, highlighted that there there are powerful institutions out yeah. there, a lot more powerful than the number one news anchor. This is, he's, he's literally like that character in V for Vendetta, that journalist that of course gets black bagged, mm -hmm. that of course gets taken out. And there's a lot of similar similarities there, but overall Tucker Carlson I, I, I think he's a straight shooter, and I think he has done an incredible amount of good, and uh, I think we should protect him at all costs. Absolutely. Yeah. I refuse to believe he's a CIA guy. I mean, it, he wouldn't be doing all this kind of good work if he was part of the well, CIA. I just, just period. I mean, square one, he wouldn't be talking about Nord Stream if no, he was CIA. No, so, no. Look, this is just totally... I, I understand people's skepticism, everyone's deep state, blah, blah, blah. Look, if you... Actually, in that very speech, uh, which we only played one minute from, which, oh my God, talk about American 101. The government told me not to, so I became monomaniacally determined to make sure that I did this interview. That is that is the American spirit. That is the ethos of what makes... If there is one thing that is American exceptionalism, it's the government tells us not to. We say, if it's if it's not a righteous order, we reject it entirely. And it's, I, and it's the chutzpah and the balls. There's a reason we have balls here that's right. Uh, right on the show and attached to my car as well, because... 
that's what it freaking takes to stand up against this nonsense. But another bigger point that he made here that I think is worth focusing on is how he talked about how his communications with the Russian government were hacked and then published by the corporate media, essentially by showing you Times. how the corporate media is just another arm, another extension of the intel agencies that, of course, tell them yeah. what to report. That's the big story here. As, of course, he details, the Russians got spooked. The Russians got, got really scared when they found out their communications were being hacked and then released by the corporate media. And, and, and I've made this point before, but the interview that he was scheduled with Putin, the one that got blown up, was before Russia invaded Ukraine. Yeah. There's a reason they did not want the largest news anchor to be having a conversation with Putin prior to his invasion of Ukraine, because had he, the narrative would have been set as to the provocations that were leading to this. The fact that Kamala Harris in November of uh, 2020, I believe it was, goes up uh, and, and talks to Stoltenberg, the head of NATO, and talks to these other uh, you know, intel heads, and she says... Yes, the door remains open. Anyone that wants to be part of, uh, of NATO can. Ukraine is included in that. That's that's their autonomous decision, and no one should interfere. And that was the red line, as the CIA, the current CIA director Burns, uh, conveyed to Condoleezza Rice. This had had Tucker had that interview. I think that the American people could not have been buffaloed the way that they were, no. and that is why they blew the, it up. The support and, for and the just war really quick, never started. What kind of low down, dirty, bottom feeding, pathetic piece of trash a part of the corporate media? gets information from the CIA, gets private communication and says, yeah, I'm going to release this. This is going to be great for my career. Mockingbird. Oh, I think they're compromised as well. Absolutely. I, I think they are all Absolutely. literally digging up stuff on the journalists yeah. and just saying, you must publish this or we're going to tell your wife that you're sleeping with oh, a dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, like or that. they're paid. That, that massage parlor that you went to? I don't believe to? the paid part. I think it's just yeah. blackmail straight well, up. Mockingbird was both. They paid them well, and no, they blackmailed. Mockingbird is a big kind of misnomer. It was through congressional hearings that we found out that the CIA had major officials at the corporate media. Mockingbird was a separate entity a lot of people say it was Mockingbird. It's not. Mockingbird was something completely different. Well, they did uh, have an operation to buy off uh, journalists, did they not? It's not an operation to buy off journalists. They literally had the CIA implanted within mm. the editorial boards of these corporate media institutions. And like Udo Ufket, a famous German mainstream media journalist, said, he said, he literally detailed, yeah, the CIA came to me. They wrote my stories for me. And I just published it under my own name. Wow. Isn't Mockingbird like where all the news outlets are basically repeating the same thing? So it's like like you're hearing the same exact word usage. So it's kind of like programming us or well, like triggering us to, like, congressional to like believe that that's We don't the truth. know. Yeah, that's 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 the name for it. But we don't know the official name of this kind of larger operation. Mm, okay. It hasn't been declassified. And uh, people think, you know, Operation Mockingbird is not what people think it is. It mm. was through the, the commission hearings. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to have to look the, this the up. The church, church hearings? The church commission hearings that we were able to find out about the heart attack gun, that we were able to find out about everything else that the intel agencies were doing behind the scenes, which we need another Another one desperately right no. now. Yeah. Weren't, weren't we supposed to get a church commission? You remember yes. this one, McCarthy? Did that ever happen? Well, there was also supposed to be a deep dive on the COVID origin. What yeah. happened with that? Whatever happened? Well, I think they at least set that up, even though it was only one hearing. But I don't think yeah. we ever got a church commission yeah. part two. Yeah. Massey was supposed to lead it. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's one person, uh, Massey, that I would trust. Yeah. To, oh, to yeah. actually he's, absolutely. He's, he's the only person in the house that I would trust to actually run that commission. But it's vitally needed. I mean, just look at well, the just I, look at the Twitter leaks. Yeah. We don't have any investigation into that. Like what's happening. Yeah, I would definitely trust Matt Gates as well. But yeah. uh, I, I think it's fair to say that whoever the next president of the United States is, hopefully it is Donald Trump, 
hopefully listens to this and isn't, again, hijacked by a lot of these uh, intel agencies. Bill Barr, uh, I mean, that is Pompeo. Yeah. That is, again. CIA central, man. The, the, uh, the, the head of the CIA that was appointed under, under Donald Trump, freaking awful. I know. Known for waterboarding, known for torturing people. Uh, you look at what happened to Assange under Trump's administration. Assange was charged Sick. under Donald Trump. A lot of people don't, don't like to, to bring this up, but yeah. this is this is the truth here. And now more than ever, when Trump needs us, he needs to listen to us about these right. very specific issues. Because if there ever was an opportunity to get these issues ahead of him, to make him understand, hey, uh, there's a lot of really kind of crazy, sinister things happening behind the scenes that we don't want to happen again. We need a new church commission hearing. We need right. an investigation into these people. We need to correct their wrongs because if they're never held accountable for it, they're going to just do it again. This right. is why. I want Vivek to be somewhere in his cabinet, if mm -hmm. not the VP. It's like you need someone who's who's committed and capable to actually go after this. I, am I am I mistaken, or was it not Pompeo that was floating the idea of assassinating Assange? Yes, no, no. Pompeo mm -hmm. literally came out and said that he wanted to take him out. Yeah, uh, which which uh, again they did. They 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 caused him so much mental distress mm -hmm. that the guy lost his mind, okay? Julian Assange is not the same person that he was a few years ago. He used to be very articulate. He right. used to speak out. He used to be very intelligent. He has lost his mind because of the solitary confinement that he was put under by the Trump administration. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and that right there is, is a crime because the guy's not even an American journalist. No. The guy's not even American. He's not a, a, a citizen. He was a freaking uh, middle person to whistleblowers. And the information yeah. release was true. Exactly. Right. It's not like he was spreading fake news. It's not like he was spreading disinformation. So uh, uh, truly, there was a wrong. It needs to be corrected. That conversation needs to start I, I more than ever. I think what we need to do as well, remember when Trump was running the first time, he did put out a list of Supreme Court justices that he would pick. I think what would really help build a lot of trust back for a lot of people is if he would put out two or three names that he's thinking for each position in the cabinet yeah. ahead uh, of time. I would absolutely. love that. would absolutely help me. I mean, yeah. I'm, he has my vote. He has pretty much everyone in this room's vote because the alternative is Joe Biden. <laughs> so, like, we have no choice. And he is who I voted for and would vote for in the primary, right? However. Well, there's a decent chance I'll be on the ballot, so I will not be yeah. voting for him. But I understand the, the logic. He <laughs> needs to staff up. Yes. Right. This yes. time. And we this, cannot have that. And again. this is why whoever he picks as VP is going to be very telling. Yeah. Is he going to try to court the rhinos or is he going to court the kind of anti establishment? Yes. It's, and, uh, I, you know, it's going to be very interesting. It's, it's going to be very telling. Um, someone in the chat room just said Bill Barr was AG during Ruby Ridge. I don't know if that's true Pretty or sure that's not. True. What, uh, what year? What year are we talking? 91, I believe, was Ruby huh. Ridge. I don't know yet, I'm but, I, sure. but um, let's I'll, just, I'll look it up. But uh, there's still so much other stuff that I want to talk about, as, of course, the future of this country is in question, especially with its open border policies, as I think the, the Democrats are looking to stay in power forever and never to be questioned. And one way that they're doing this is, of course, by importing just new Democratic voters. We have a rumble rant by The Red, who says this just in. 988,000 illegal immigrants in just 43 days this year in the U.S. That's approximately 22,995 illegal immigrants every day. 
That is a rumble wow. rent by the red. And uh, if that's true, that's a lot of freaking people. I, I heard people. that today as well. And that doesn't even include the overstays. People forget the overstays. The overstays double the number yeah. when you actually think about or it. Or the people coming in from the north right. or the south who weren't calculated and, and right. weren't tracked. Because there's people who, of course, are just going through and, and being detained by Border Patrol and then going through the process, getting a court date that's going to happen maybe two years, three years, four or five, sometimes even nine yeah. years uh, for their asylum. And again, the whole system is just rigged. The whole system is just abused because if they were really There's looking no for asylum, asylum, they would just go to the country that they're yes. located next to instead of traveling all the way to the United States. Mm-hmm. You got people from China seeking asylum. You got people from Africa seeking asylum. You're in South Africa. You need asylum. You go to Zimbabwe. That's the rules that they're supposed to be following. No one's following the rules. Nope. And then we have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez being like, they're asylum seekers. Yeah, sure. They no, are. they're not. The, the, the they're game invaders. is rigged. And now there's people in Boston, Massachusetts <laughs> that are volunteering and taking these people into their own homes and essentially using them as slave labor. <laughs> this is a clip from a local media organization in Boston that just released this report showing a fa- Haitian family that is sharing their home with uh, just uh, new migrants that just walked on in. (laughs) She felt bad as any mother would. Now things are looking much brighter as they've been welcomed into Lisa Hillenbrand's Brookline apartment. She says her daughter is very happy. When she wakes up in the morning, she says, hi, Lisa, and everyone starts the day smiling. It's a delight, and it's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef, as Wildande loves cooking. Te gusta la ocupación? In fact, her goal is to open up her own restaurant. The couple has their work permits and they've been taking English classes. They're open to. Hey, you know, I I could use some uh, gardening work. Um, You know, I could use uh, another cook here. And. What the frick? This is absolutely crazy. This is something that New York City talked about implementing and doing a a few months ago with the mayor specifically saying, hey, some people are just going to have to give up some of their space. We're going to pay them. But this is already happening in in multiple instances as there's many reports of families saying, yeah, we'll take people in. And then three hours later, there's an entire family outside of their home. Now, we always kind of joked saying, hey, if you're a liberal, if you're a Democrat, take these people into your own home. These mm-hmm. people are, are actually doing it. Yeah. Do they deserve praise or do they deserve criticism? They're fools. They're fools. They're going to wake up one day and they're going to get the wrong guy and their little daughter is going to be very sad that that happened and be traumatized for life. Are okay? they screamed? Are they screamed? Of course they're like, probably not screamed. Because you know, this, this certain couple, like they're Haitian, that their their native language is Creole, but they're speaking Spanish. Yeah, why are they, that's what I was wondering. So, Weren't they Haitians? That's not Haitian. I mean, they are Haitian. I, I know Haitians well. Like, I, there's a lot of Haitians here. Spanish? They have the accent of French, but they're speaking Spanish. So perhaps they sense. are like, maybe they have had to live in Spanish countries. Maybe they have like well, the, the the migration path is is from Haiti for some reason through Mexico. So maybe they were in Mexico for a few years. It's and possible. It. Yeah, so I think strange. it's a case by case scenario. I think that there are some people that really do need refugee stuff. 
for whatever reason, but but there are a lot of people taking advantage. Well, there's, but there's but if, you're, if you're a refugee from Haiti, you go to the Dominican Republic. Right. That's what you're supposed to do by law. Right. Yeah. And that's not what they're doing by law. Well, or, uh, or we could just reflect back on the Clinton Global Initiative and what happened to Haiti and maybe why there's so many refugees coming out of there. too. We could talk about that. I don't know. Uh, or the Clinton Global Initiative uh, aid that was caught uh, child trafficking. Oh, well, in, he, he's uh, going to make it explicit. Well. I was trying to hold back, but yes, exactly. But, you know, there, there's an actual case of this. Uh, Joey B. Toons, who uh, is, is staying with me, I might as well replace him with some people who are going to help <laughs> me around the house. Uh, You're already not paying Joey. You need more? Well, you know, it never helps. It never, it never, it never stops. Never too help much free help. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. If, if it's free, a lot of people in the comments are saying, uh, "Is this slavery or just the maid here?" Like, <laughs> I mean, look, if you're going to give someone free room and board, it's okay to ask them, I guess. But like, here's the truth: these people, are, the only people that are capable of doing what they're doing right now, are people that have personal chefs, like they just described. The people that aren't right. suffering under the inflationary wave. These are very, very affluent people. Look, as far as I'm concerned, I would much prefer those that are advocating on behalf of open borders to actually bring these people into their homes and take care of them. That's more noble than those that aren't willing to, to lift a finger to assist these human beings, but then simultaneously want the, the government to address everything or handle everything. But this is, this is obviously yeah. more about going to brunch on Sunday and saying, we took in a Haitian into our mm -hmm. house and we're so good and we're so noble. I mean, I just don't think that this is going to last. I think it's we'll, like the new Chihuahua in your purse is exactly. now an illegal in your sofa. <laughs> it's, it's, the new, it's, it's like a new, Pomeranian. Yeah, exactly. It's the new neutered child that they have that they're going to be <laughs> oh, they're, showing they're, they're to, to neutered, everybody. They're not neutered, unfortunately. That's, uh, that's no, the problem. No, 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 that's the problem. They're, they're, it's a feral. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar she's probably doing this for the Instagram likes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably. And I think it's only going to be a matter of time until also, this goes really ICE, bad. Now ICE knows that location in their names. Why isn't ICE going up there right now? Because they never do. Of course. But <laughs> at the, you know at the country club, she's going to be the belle of the ball for a couple of weeks going, you know, we got we got Lupe or whatever Haitian name is with us. Yeah. <laughs> She'll bring her along. Look, look at my new illegal. Isn't she great? It's, it's like, it's like it's my just, purse. Uh, yeah. Steph, what's a good Haitian name? Uh, I can't think of one right now. <laughs> Lupe, I think it's Leonard. Leonard is what's a French name? Luc. No. Jean. Jean Pierre. Yeah, yeah. Jean Pierre. Jean -Pierre. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I mean the Haitians have been screwed over, especially by the Clinton. Yeah. I remember I, I did one video um, a couple of years ago with one Haitian just describing just the levels of corruption, the level mm -hmm. of natural resources that have been taken away, the level of all the promises that were, you know, given to them by the Clintons and then just everything that they took for themselves. Yeah, and the, it never the, the recovered. Clinton's brother was freaking uh, appointed to a high position of power inside of Haiti and then used that to, to of course, enrich himself. And, uh, you know, the people of Haiti were just kind of screwed over here. So I, I, I think this is going to be, you know, a recipe for disaster. I, I think there's going to be a lot of incidences that are going to be tragic, that are not going to be um, good at all. No. Uh, but uh, if it does happen, I think they're, they're going to cover it up. They're not going to talk yeah. about it. Just like in Sweden, they cover up a lot of very important statistics that they don't want people to, to see, especially when it comes to immigration. But there's an there's a element of me that kind of looks at this story it's like maybe maybe she is doing this out of the goodness of her heart maybe no. maybe she is 
trying to, to show off how good she is. As, of course, there's always a fine line between doing good and taking credit for doing good right. and then doing it for clicks and likes and social Look, media kind if, of attention if, if as if well. If she has a conveyor belt of Haitians staying with her for the next decade, I'll eat my words. I would imagine that this ends within 30 days and she never welcomes another migrant into her home. But prove me wrong, lady in Los Angeles that's taking in migrants. I don't think you're going to do it. I want to I want to follow up with these people. I want to see exactly yeah. what what, yeah, what not, happens 90 here. Day, ninety day illegal. Yeah. <laughs> there's a new reality this show. Be a TV show <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ninety day if illegal. If there's a producer out there who's not woke and wants to do it, maybe mm-hmm. we could get Rumble to to, to do it and, and finance some of this. But uh, yeah, I, you know, there is an element of like, hey. This family sees someone in need, someone on the street, and they want to help someone out. Yeah. But what they don't understand is that this also incentivizes a lot of other people to, oh, to come forward. They're all fake with their little uh, hands out and say, oh, please take us in, take us in. And you're going to get rapists, you're going to get killers, you're going to get all these kinds of people in, and it's not going to end well. Well, well there's also squatter's rights, that, uh, <laughs> uh, especially in these democratic yeah. cities that they could be taken what, advantage what of. What state was that in? That's, I believe, Massachusetts. in Massachusetts. We Massachusetts. still haven't played the rest of the clip. There's still more. Because uh, I'll, I'll tell you, in California, if you bring someone in like that, there's a decent chance they just change the locks and then mm-hmm. you're, that, you're my, you're So my out. wife is from Spain. They just tried to do this, and Pakistanis went into her grandparents' house, that one of their uh, rental properties, and just walked in and stayed there. The yeah. only reason they managed to get them out was they caught them in under 24 hours. But wow. these, these illegals, and they have classes in Spain. And if they didn't catch them off. in 24 hours, what would have happened? They, that's their property. They can wow. stay there as long as they want. You have to do an eviction process that could take, I think she said, two or three years. Yep. So we have, a, we have a similar video coming from Oregon of a mm. guy kind of beating the system and literally uh, getting paid to squat in people's homes. And the way that he paid did, to squat? You'll see the video. Squat? It's absolutely shocking and surprising. We're going to be playing that on Rumble. Let's play the rest of this news clip before we go over there, though. Work anywhere to save money for their future. In the meantime, they're enjoying their time with Lisa, their new friend for life, and their daughter's new grandmother. They are hardworking. They want to learn. They want to be successful. And I feel great helping, and I get to understand the refugee crisis from the inside. Lisa says she's so impressed by the number of people she's met right here at Brookline Town Hall meetings who've been stepping up and hosting families. She's hopeful more will do the same in the coming days and weeks. In Brookline, Aaron Logan, NBC10 Boston. All right, the need for more migrant shelters in Massachusetts is something we've been following really closely. You can find more information about this and find out how you can actually help on our website, NBC10Boston. How you can help. Yeah, uh, Friends for Life, they just met. Uh, you know, people have different personalities. People get along with, with, with you know, different people in different ways. And uh, wow, I mean, that is just kind of shocking and, and, and surprising to see where we are at as of course this is going to incentivize a lot of other people to come over and be like hey we're gonna be we're gonna be hanging out with some ladies she's gonna give us food Mm -hmm. you know she's gonna hook it up and sadly i think it's fair to say there's going to be individuals that are going to be taken advantage get there yeah there's just wait there's just they're going to be there's good there sadly will be people that are going to take advantage of this a quick fact check for the super chatter uh bill barr was the ag until january of 93 I think that Ruby Ridge was a few months 92. later. No, Ruby Ridge was 92, by the way. Ruby Ridge was? Yeah. Okay. Ruby Ridge was 92. I thought it was 93. My mistake. B- Bill Barr was uh, Deputy AG in uh, 91. 
But I then he was, was he was the attorney general until January of 93. So the super chatter may have been correct. What's really crazy here is that someone made a satirical video on, on social media. We have a video from Kelly for uh, Tanelia. And she made a parody video saying, yeah, I'm just taking migrants in. Uh, this was this was a joke. <laughs> and now it's, it's reality. Like- this is the video that she released uh, that Clown World News thought was real. It wasn't. It was satire. Hi, it's Luna, activist teacher here. And I'm so excited. I just got off the phone with some county workers. And I'm going to be hosting a migrant family of five. Poor Americans should be inviting migrants into their homes. Not only do you get a check from the government for uh, taking care of these displaced peoples, I just found out that uh, the migrant family that's coming to live with me, that the father is really good at uh, a gardening work. My lawn has been neglected, so I'm looking forward to that. And I really do hope that the children are good at scratching backs. I have this terrible itch that I can't reach. Yes, that's literally what essentially has been happening here. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it was satire just a few days ago. Now it's absolute reality. And that's coming to a lot of other places all around the United States. So, yeah. What sucks There's is that. if you're their neighbors. Because, yeah. yeah, you want to put that in your house, go ahead. But if you're in an apartment complex or even in a you know, townhome, not going to be good for the neighbors. Well, especially if this happens on a neighborhood scale and you start to have dozens that are just like conveying into these like Beverly Hills. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Good. At that point, good. That Beverly Hills can have it. Like... Just keep it away from my neighborhood, right? But, What's no. the turnaround time? Yeah. Look, I mean, that's the issue, though, is like, are you actually going to get these people jobs and get them like on their feet and have them rent out a place? And you sometimes know... there's rules for that. Like you can't just dilly dally. Well, I mean. Well, there is no rules for this because there is. This is all illegal. So there's like, what's the rule? Is it really illegal? Yeah, yeah it's all illegal this to enter is this illegal. country. Yes. Because the news lady kind of made it sound like like there was like a place where people well, were coming to like sign up. Th- th- no, there are, but they're all like just yeah. operating under laws that are not being enforced. Yeah, the laws all, not being enforced exactly. Right. But it is illegal. Yeah. For sure. All right, now we're going to be going over to Rumble.com and, of course, continuing the conversation there as, of course, you now have to take your fingers, put it on the freaking keyboard, and just type in Rumble.com forward slash we are change as, of course, this is where we are going to continue this conversation, which is definitely going to get a lot more spicy a lot more tumultuous and uh, a lot more eye-opening as there's a lot of different things that we really wanted to say, really wanted to get into, but we couldn't hear on YouTube. Fight censorship, fight for free speech. The best way you could do that is by voting with your clicks, voting with your attention, and just participating in independent media, independent broadcast, independent, independent platforms. Rumble.com forward slash we are changes where you got to go to we, see. We are the this top video. top selection under picks, so you can't miss it. We are? I thought we weren't there. Oh yeah, now we are. So yes, uh, when you go to Rumble, go to rumble.com, scroll down, and we are the number one pick right now on rumble.com. So it's very easy to find us. There's no excuses here, Becky. Kyle, get your butt over there now. What are you doing? Just supporting the Intel agency, multinational corporate bankster elites platforms like YouTube. What are you doing? You support independent media right now, Joey. Get on there. Rumble.com. We're on the front page. And, of course, we're going to be taking callers in about 30 minutes uh, through members on LukeUnfiltered.com. Now, Joey, before we uh, move over, uh, as we uh, get off of Twitter as we get off of Facebook, Kick, and YouTube, 
Where can people find you before we leave our audience? You can here? go to Twitter, Joey Manorino US. Real easy. Awesome. At, at Liberty Lockpot on X, and I have a new episode of Liberty Lockdown dropping at 10 Eastern tonight. In fact, that one-minute clip that we played of Tucker at the World Government Summit, it's a 25-minute interview. I break down the entire thing because it was so, so, so damn good. Uh, so if you want to watch it along with me, easy way to do so, Liberty Lockdown, 10 Eastern. Uh, what else? That's it. We'll see you on Rumble. Do not, do not delay. Go to Rumble right now. Number one pick. Go. Steph. See you on Rumble. You can find me on Insta at Steph We Are Change or on X at Steph WRC. All right. Head over right now and we will see you all there to, of course, continue the conversation in an open, honest, and frank way that sadly we can't have on freaking YouTube. As the first video we have here is of uh, Clint's girlfriend in uh, New York not City again. Living, living her best life um, and uh, really. Um, Really enjoying herself in uh, one of the greatest, former greatest, biggest cities in the world. As, of course, this clip oh is now going viral, and I decided to, of course, caption it, New Crack City. Now imagine that being your commute. Hey, what, what happened on your on your ride to work today, Billy? Oh, nothing. Just got secondhand crack smoke that I had to breathe in on a New York City claustrophobic freaking subway station. Clint, what is your girlfriend doing? Explain yourself immediately. Look, drugs should be legal. Bodily autonomy is real. Uh, the state should stop putting people away for peaceful, nonviolent crimes. If you want to smoke crack on a subway, this is a libertarian platform. But what about secondhand crack smoke? What about individuals who are induced to crack what? because they're sitting? What, what about? Oh yeah. What about all oh, the potential guys, crack babies? You, you what guys, if there was a baby that right was going to be made into a crack baby? You guys think that babies can't party sometimes? <laughs> 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 what happened to her? Did anything happen to her? Uh, no, she probably is going to get some kind of award. She's yeah. probably going to get some <laughs> like to the city. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ah, absolutely. Unbelievable. As she's, the she's actually the front runner to be the next mayor. The, That's the, incredible. The, the mayor. She'd be better than the one we got now over there. The mayor of New York City is literally patting himself on the back, saying, "Hey, look at all my staff. This is a chocolate city. Yeah. We're bringing That's chocolate." And I'm ridiculous. like, and I'm like, you're you're, you're making crackheads normal inducing their crack on the New York City public freaking train stations. This is lawlessness. Yeah. This is absolute chaos. It's not anarchy. This is the opposite of anarchy. As Of course, the government facilitates a lot of this nonsense, yep. pays for it, and makes sure that individuals who commit crime get away with it. Yeah. Okay, They're literally sitting on public transport. You can't say this is a private market phenomenon, right. for God's sakes. Yes, and then you compare this to, of course, the scenes in Moscow. This is video footage that Jack Posobiec highlighted today on social media that I thought was uh, very interesting, and it shows you just how people you know, trans, uh, transport in uh, Moscow. Yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, there's no freaking crackheads there literally smoking their paraphernalia and narcotics. We're going to keep the video playing as we're going to be talking about all of this because you could see the...
kind of inspiring architecture, the beauty all around individuals is, of course, they're just going about their day, yep. transporting, being moved around, and, and this is what they're inundated to. If you're in Penn Station in New York City, if you're Get in... Out. Rest in peace. Uh, Get out. <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah. If you're in any of these other places, there's people sleeping all over the streets. A lot of this is because of the migrant crisis, mainly because not only because it's migrants that are sleeping on the floor, but also a lot of homeless people that used to have resources, that used to have a way to to get help that no longer do because all the resources are going to illegal migrants. There's services for U.S. veterans that are literally being cut and then given to migrants that are being introduced into the United States, promised a whole bunch of things, and... This is this is the type of destruction. This is the type of destruction of beauty all around us that sadly is being normalized as other people in other countries don't have to deal with this fifth generational warfare on people's psyches, on people's ability just to be able to move around freely. There's a big difference here between Moscow and the New York City subway station. And I think it's fair to say as an American... It's it's kind of embarrassing. It's disgusting. I mean, Hungary's subway stations are oh, much more so similar. Beautiful. To me. They're beautiful. They're modern. Yeah. Like Moscow has the more classical style, the really beauty of architecture. The Hungarian ones are just straight modern and beautiful. I wouldn't even want an American city to waste money and build something like that with the crap that we have running around our country. Why waste the money so these guys can just destroy it and smoke crack on it? Right. And we have the scum of the earth that we've brought to this country to ruin it. And well, you cannot expect a great place when you have people that are running around like that. Italy's the same way now. I just got back from Italy. I go there all the time. Milan's subway system, not aesthetically pleasing, but it used to be clean. It used to be safe. Now you have people running around making all kinds of weird gestures and noises, very similar to ours. Why? Their immigration policy is very similar to ours. Let them all in. When you have unchecked, uncontrolled immigration paired with a semi-lawless system. The Italians are not nearly as lawless as our blue cities, but they're not walking around beating the crap out of them like they need to when they do the stuff they're doing. You have problems. Yeah, you Liz don't have that in Hungary. Liz Why? Lisbon, Portugal, one of the most beautiful places in the world. I traveled to it so many times throughout my life, mm -hmm. and they had this, this beautiful architecture, this beautiful center uh, piece of town. They had a beautiful beach just not too far away from, from the center, and uh, you go there now, and it's just a bunch of immigrants being like drugs 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 it's cocaine disgusting. marijuana what? and i'm like what like what the fuck like it's 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 a destruction from from in, inside of the, their country as of course what, what happened to them is the beginning phases of what's happening to us yeah. and i think people need to really realize the larger kind of effects on society here yeah. that are going to be taking place, that are going to be making women more vulnerable, that are going to be making sure that the cost of living goes up, the price mm -hmm. of labor goes down, and Vi the, violent the, crime goes up. Forty yeah, percent of the go rapes up as well. in Italy are now committed by migrants, yeah. right? Eight percent of the population is migrants, so they are doing forty percent of the rapes while being eight percent of the population. Basically, you want to get raped, go to Europe. Yeah, I mean, you look at what happened in, in Sweden with a lot of the statistics just now being altered, being changed, yeah. being shifted as a way to hide the larger kind of sexual abuse problem that, that's, that is, is correlated with 100%. open mass migration. But, but that's, what, that's also what's happening with the, the uh, trans shooters in America. We're, yeah. just, we're already demonstrating that we have the capacity to just lie and manipulate crime statistics to try and protect these minority classes that have been, have been declared untouchable. Did we not just have a second one yesterday? What was yes. that whole deal with yeah, uh, Joel Austin's church? That was yeah. a trans, uh, 
transgender. transgender. Can I say transgender? You can say We're on Rumble. You, you can oh, say so what the hell you want. I can say a tranny. You can say a tranny. Yeah. So it's another tranny. <laughs> and that was confirmed. It's a yeah. tranny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, we're, we had reports that they allegedly had Free Palestine written on their rifle. Amazing. And Amazing. Uh, the police launched a massive investigation, not on why or, or, or what caused this, but uh, how to um, oh name the gender yeah. of this what specific trans person. What were the proper pronouns, person. Luke? Which That's one, really all that matters. But which one was it? Was it, it a was man a female. It, Started yeah, as I a have female. No fucking idea, or, bro. <laughs> Clint, Clint has a hard time did it have a deciphering. Penis or did it not? Like, yeah. well, that doesn't determine it anymore. They, they <laughs> Clint point. doesn't care. They said, it, they said it's a she. I don't know. Don't know what I that still means. don't yeah. know. I literally don't know. I saw a picture and I'm like, who the fuck? Well, yeah, you can never tell from the pictures, right? Interesting. Yeah. It's a she, though. Uh, that was the big investigation. Not, not the people that got shot. The investigation was she or he. That's that's where we're at, and I mean, I think you're exactly right that they will do the same thing with crime statistics when it comes to 100%. illegal immigration in in America, just as they're doing in Europe. I think that this trend is this is actually something another thing that I rant about on Liberty Lockdown tonight is that the the open borders crowd for the libertarians are need to get with the program right now. I think it's a huge mistake to be advocating for open borders as there are NGOs, United Nations, and, and full agendas from the World Economic Forum that are endorsing this migrant flood into America. This is not a organic thing. This is not about being a, a good person or a bleeding heart. This is about a real enticement and encouragement to flood America with migrants because they are trying to destroy this country. If you if you stand by and you advocate for that, you are a useful idiot at best. Clint, I have a distinction I want to make. When you're saying migrants, are you talking about illegal immigrants? Yes. Okay, because well, there I mean, are migrants that, that like, they've migrated to America like those, legally. Yeah, yeah, of course. So that, I think there's a distinction to be made, and I think it matters the choice. The, the word terminology choice. is tough because illegal alien is what they. I mean, they say don't call them that because it's the most dehumanizing. So I try to use that as much as possible. But illegal migrant is another one they love to use. I don't like that one. And the Congress people. So I, I do messaging for some of the Congress people, and it, it took a lot of time to get people finally just calling them illegal aliens. We got to stop using the word migrant we just fair, have to fair enough i, I we really have to what, whatever it, it's too humanizing yeah <laughs> these, no seriously i know that sounds rough we can't humanize these people because well, once you humanize them then you get people on the guilt trips oh well they're you know they're just people see, see this is the thing from my vantage point i am i am actually pro-immigration if Me it's too. if it's legal yeah but but it has to be it has to be controlled in some fashion. There has to be some sort of vetting. It, it, what what we went through over the past twelve months is somewhere in the territory of eight million illegal, whatever whatever you Illegals. want to call them, that came through, and and because of that, it has completely thrown into turmoil all of these cities that they have flooded into. You even have blue cities that are now freaking out because it's totally uh, collapsing their infrastructure and their social safety net. This is totally unsustainable, and I just want to make sure people understand this is not organic. This is happening. No. This is yeah. a plan. I, I would I would just disagree a little bit and just push back slightly. I think we should humanize it because if you look at the other angle of this, because I covered the border uh, extensively myself. I covered it in Europe uh, with hmm. the invasions that were happening there from the German uh, NGOs and the boats that were sent there. Okay. I covered it from uh, Mexico and Tijuana when they had huge waves mm -hmm. of people. These people are also victims. These people are told oh, all, so, so many lies. They're told, hey, we're gonna, we're, you're, you're going to be taken care of. There's opportunities. Here, we'll make it easy. And of course, then they're human trafficked. So what I see here is the weaponization of human trafficking, which also needs to be addressed because I think a lot of these kind of liberal good doers, if they understood 
should. The, how how many of the criminal organizations are benefiting from this? How many of the women and children are raped here? Yes. How many of them are taken advantage of? How many multinational corporations are saying, yeah, Hector, you're going to come now pick the fields here. We're going to give you a dollar an hour here mm. rather than actually hiring real Americans. When they found out the larger kind of Koch brothers kind of initiative and plan that, that uh, Bernie Sanders used to talk about now he endorses, yeah. this is this is a way of saying, yo, these people are victims too. And these I, people are screwed I, I over as Agree. I just get scared that'll be used as an amnesty argument down the line. That's why I'm, I'm a little more on the other side of the yeah. argument. And, and obviously, I, I don't, the amnesty would be the end. I, I think just clarifying specifically, like, hey, you're looking for asylum here, but but you went to you mm-hmm. know twenty different countries in order to seek asylum. That doesn't make up. I'm sorry, no. you can't be here. And uh, you know, there still is a human element to this that yeah. the left is going to exploit and they're going to manipulate. The corporate media is going to manipulate yes. as many yes. tragic stories as they can yes. here, and they're going to use it for their own sinister purposes when they're literally incentivizing the pain mm-hmm. and suffering. So that's another kind of human aspect here that a lot of people need to kind of realize. As I also have an alternative take right now is this crackhead. Also, <laughs> look at the happiness on her face. Look at the, the look at her living her best life. Look at her enjoying herself in the moment. All these all these Americans on their cell phones. Look at this young, courageous lady, not afraid it's the to new be American who she dream. Really is. Be yourself. This Smoke is crack. this is yes. Y- Yolo, yes. homeboys. You this know what? Is, is this, it Hunter's girlfriend? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. This One is this is the life that the World Economic True, Forum wants you living. <laughs> he doesn't do girlfriends, just hookers. I'm Let's su- zoom in on that face. I'm surprised she doesn't have a <laughs> VR. Apple, uh, Google freaking headset with virtual reality. Uh, but uh, just, just real quick, I, I, I got to back up to this 20,000 Chinese uh, migrants over the past. I think it was over the past 30 Illegal days. Illegal immigrants? Yeah. Well, this is Mario <laughs> Nalfal, who's reporting a 4,344% increase of Chinese immigrants Ooh. at the U.S. border. Just this this past month, though, dude. That's, that's 20,000 a month. Now, now, if if people want to make an argument that these are refugees, why the no. fuck are you coming 7,000 miles, homeboy? <laughs> you don't get a plane ticket if you're a refugee. Somebody, somebody's paying yeah, for that. And, and, and the, she is smart. She is probably sending an army over here. Legitimately. If you were yeah. she, if you were Putin, if you were Iran... Why would you not send soldiers over here? That's exactly what. Why Brett, would you not? Well, That's what not Brett even, Weinstein it, is saying. It, it, Brett Weinstein was down in the Darien Gap. He says he saw these these migrants, and he's like, these dudes look like fucking soldiers. They're all built. They're yeah. stacked like. He's like, that's that's his honest belief. Well, we have the video here from Real America Voice highlighting um, what they're seeing at the border, specifically of Chinese uh, people at the border being introduced here. As of course, uh, we have uh, who is this, Billy? Uh, Melligan from uh, Fox News kind of reporting that there's been uh, Belugian, sorry, 20,000 Chinese nationals that have encountered, uh, have been encountered by Border Patrol so far this year. Those are the people that were encountered. (laughs) So how many people walked in? Uh, But there's also another element here that I think is worth exploring, specifically with what Castro did in Cuba. As Of Mm. course, he sent, he emptied his prisons. He, he took out a lot of the political dissidents, a lot of the people who could change society in Cuba and said, you know what? You guys get a free boat ride over to uh, the United States. China could be doing the same thing, saying, hey, uh, all these criminals, we don't want to house them. We don't want to pay for them. All these people that we don't want in our society, all the lowlifes, 
Fuck it. Send them over to the United States. Let it be their problem. And that could be more of a kind of reasonable explanation to what's happening here. Frankly, rather I prefer than some kind that of covert. than some covert military yeah. operation. I but, I'd but prefer the, that. The odds are that it's A and B. That's the problem. Yeah. And we're not going to know because there's no fucking vetting. So you have tens of thousands in the past 45 days. I mean, I just don't know how anybody can be comfortable with this. And this is not some sort of like xenophobic, I'm afraid of the rest of the world nonsense. It's like... These are these are nations that we have had sanctioned regimes yes. against for decades. We have been bombing the fuck out of. They have every incentive in the yeah. world to have sleeper cells or whatever the fuck you right. want to describe it as. Like this is just rational national defense. If you now, are yeah. an adversary of America, if you're the leader of one of those countries and you aren't putting sleeper cell people in the United yeah, States with our border up. policy, you are at fault. You should be. You're <laughs> derelict in your duty right. if you are not doing that right now. Now, to add more to the kind of conspiracy mindset here, we have this article here by CBS News that is detailing how there's mystery seeds from China that are landing in American people's what? mailboxes. This is another kind of mystery story that people are kind of questioning of the, as the USDA and the agriculture officials are warning people that if they get unsolicited shipments of foreign seeds to please not to plant them in the ground. As, of course, you know, there, there's a Billy out there. There's a Karen out there that said, oh, seeds, let's plant them. Let's see what's <laughs> happening here. What's really going on here? What's the conspiracy? How, how sinister could it get? I reported on that in 2020. That was happening in 2020 as well. What could they be? I, fuck, I don't know. CBS News has confirmed that residents in all 50 states have now reported receiving suspicious packages of seeds. So, (laughs) yeah, this is from uh, July 29th, 2020. See, here's the thing. It could be it could be trying to infiltrate our food supply. It could be some sort of genetically modified uh, food that's toxic or or whatever. It could also be psychological operations that they're just doing weird shit to fuck with us and make us lose our minds. Or it could be a psyop from other people to, of course, look at China the wrong way as well. So it could be a a psyop within a psyop. It could be it could be shit out of Langley. Who the fuck knows? Well, the government officials. I'm reading this article now just because I remember talking about this when it originally happened, but it happened nearly four years ago, three and a half years ago. Uh, but they're saying that some of these species could be invasive species and invasive right. plants. So of course, there's uh, a, a lot of things to really kind of think about, especially when it comes to agriculture, especially when it comes to the kind of animal kingdom and the ecosystem that could be disrupted. And our food supply, our way of life, our our way of uh, being able to live could be vastly affected, especially when it comes to the kind of bio warfare that has already been conducted by the CIA and the Chinese that worked mm-hmm. together to make COVID that they, in my opinion, deliberately released on the general public a few years ago. Let me let me be very clear. I am not at all certain that China is actually preparing to move on Taiwan. However, assume for a second that they are. What would you do? Would you would you just attack Taiwan knowing that the full might of the United States Navy is going to come down on you like a ton of bricks? Or would you put a bunch of sleeper cells into America to make sure that you could shut down the, the power system? You could do uh, you know cyber attacks. You could per- perhaps do terrorist attacks within the United States to sow such incredible you know discord domestically that we can't possibly consider uh, going over and fighting 7,000 miles away. I'm just saying, like these are rational things that if I was preparing to invade Taiwan, I would absolutely do. 100%. 
you need to sow discord in the United States so that you can do what you want over there. If we're trying to put down a rebellion here, we're not going to be looking over there as much. Yeah. Actually, frankly, with our government, we'd worry about them, then worry about us. Oh, that's but, a good point. Yeah. You know. But, you know, <laughs> be like, don't even worry yeah. about it. We don't yeah. have, uh, you know, food or water yeah. or anything. New it's York just, just blew up. Eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, this government doesn't give a fuck about you. No, they, they hate they, us. They, 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 they never gave a fuck ne- about you. Negative fucks. I think at this they point. want to get rid of as many of us as possible, especially people that think like us. Oh, yeah. I mean, I showed up. So I flew back from Italy the other day. I had the four S's of my boarding pass. Oh, you got that? Already. Damn. Already. I just started a podcast in June. Like, I'm sure you get it all the time because you're, you're well known. But it's like, the four S's for what? Yeah. For what? Yeah. What is this? What are we doing now? And my wife had it too. What does it stand I mean, for? It's, I don't know what it stands for. It's it stands extra, for you're screwed is yeah, what it does. Extra level of surveillance when you go through yeah, the TSA. The TSA, the border patrol. I got all these questions. What were so they thought I went to Pakistan. Do you have global entry? No, I don't have any of that. I don't want I don't want to give them any more than mm-hmm. I can all those understand. all those things are yeah. fucking scams anyway. Yeah. Uh, no. pre uh, TSA pre check fucking scam, yeah. global entry fucking scam. It's I all about just collecting your fucking data. Eyes and stuff like that. Well, sure J- they have everything they need, right? We but, we like, had James O'Keefe in here a couple weeks ago. He was describing the same I've had on the QAnon shaman. Uh, oh, Jacob yeah, Chansley, yeah. he gets the same treatment. Like all these people are getting the same treatment. I was honored in a way. Said, oh wow, I'm starting to be known. Right? Cool. Great. <laughs> no, that's a problem. Yeah. You're screwed. Well, yeah. Nick Fuentes couldn't fly domestically no, for Fuentes a while. Was on the no now, list. now he was taken off that list from from what okay. I'm hearing. Uh, he but also I had think his, he's still. I think he's still 4s though. Uh, I think Probably. for us is only internationally. I've gotten that a couple times. I've been banned from countries because what? of my YouTube videos. Which countries? Uh, fucking Canada. Fuck, You're banned from Canada? Canada. I was. Then I got a lawyer. I had to fight it, and I was able to fight it legally because the justification <laughs> that they were using in order to ban me from Canada was that I had a criminal record. I do not have a criminal record. I was arrested seven times for doing journalism. Never found guilty. Mm. Never uh, prosecuted. Always charges dropped because right. the judge was like, "Oh yeah, the, this guy just fucking filmed here. Why are we? Is, we have the First Amendment. Him, right? Get out, kid." Crazy. And uh, yeah, many politicians had me arrested for asking questions that they didn't like. One of them was New York City Mayor Bloomberg. That oh, was. A eugenicist, billionaire, fucking asshole. And they used that arrest by his fucking goon squad and NYPD intelligence to say, oh, you've been you've been found guilty and convicted. I'm like, no, I wasn't. You look at the court dates, you look at the court records. I wasn't found guilty of anything. But they were like, no, we're going to say you were found guilty. I had to get a fucking lawyer. I had to fight this shit. They this love was it. Many, they many, love it because they, yeah. they get to drain your pockets. The whole yeah. goal, if they can't ruin you, if they can't kill you, Make it financially unfeasible Lawfare, for them to do baby. what they're doing. Someone, that's uh, all they do. Someone released a video that I'm going to try to find right now that I sent uh, my staff here showing specifically how you're traveling to the United States as, a, as an American citizen and how you're traveling into the United States as an illegal. If my team uh, could find that, I don't know if I put it in the chat room or not, if they could send it to me. Is this it here? And by the oh, way, yeah, the I House if just officially voted to impeach Mayorkas. It went through this time. Wow. Oh wow! We got the votes this time. Good. Senator will kill it. Yeah, but, but still, it sends a message. Yes. Right? What What's the larger kind of implications here? What's the message? The message is that you cannot open the borders of the United States without any consequence. So at least you get that out. At least the Republican Party, because that was a disgrace when they couldn't even cobble together enough members to get the guy impeached. Now we have it. At least that'll be the stand, and we'll just have more to prove that the Senate are a bunch of worthless rhinos. Uh, when they just refuse to even take this up, apparently. Yeah. I still think it's fucking crazy that uh, going through the border, you get fucking strip searched, you get checked, you get every fucking thing ran through that you fucking personally own yourself, mm-hmm. but 
but illegals get to fucking walk through the fucking border without any kind of checks, without any mm-hmm. kind of identification. They get free airplane tickets. They get free hotel stays. They get free lunch. They get free breakfast. They get free dinners. They get Hotels. a debit card that's a thousand fucking dollars. They get into fucking Barbara's house that's going to fucking have them cooking for them. Fucking, what do I get? A huge fucking tax burden paying for all yeah. of this, which is you, fucking bullshit. You, you get the bill. Here, here's God a, here, forbid your yeah. toothpaste is too big. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, for fuck's sake. God forbid you got a nail clipper. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck that. You yep. fucking, fucking going to be on the list for that one. Here's a video that uh, <laughs> it was on uh, Instagram that I just saw that is freaking brilliant, but highlights the larger hypocrisy as, of course, Atlas wants to see this video, too. You want to see this video? <laughs> you? Yeah. Fuck the government. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Atlas. All right, here's the video. Check your laptops and eat like products out the back. You got a hoodie, you want to take it all. Take it all. How many times you got to get Next time, why the fuck am I going through? I'll just fucking walk on in. Everybody else is walking on in. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous what's happening in this country. And will it ever be stopped? That's a question that I think a lot of people are asking themselves. But I don't see it being stopped until the election happens. I don't see any, any kind of legitimate. I don't see the Republicans doing anything. And even if Donald Trump yeah. gets elected, Donald Trump also, under his administration, a lot of people walked into this country until the later stages of his administration when he was actually able to do something. We got lucky with the COVID. That's the only reason he was able to do Title 42. But I think now he does understand the border is going to be the top issue of this election. I think we're pretty certain that's going to be it. He's going to come in with a mandate to stop it. And if he doesn't, there's going to be major backlash. So I think it'll be stopped pretty quick. Will it be stopped to our liking? Will it be stopped to zero? Will they build a wall? I don't know. We gave $96 billion today to everybody else on earth. That could have built about five walls, right? right. What did he want to build the wall? $10 billion? I think it was either 10 or 20 Yeah, $10 billion. So you could have built nine and a half walls, literally, <laughs> uh, for what we just gave to nah, the rest but, of the but, world. But Joey, we wouldn't be able to kill you know, a couple hundred thousand yeah. people with, you know... The, the secret dark uh, entities and uh, interdimensional beings that want the blood sacrifice wouldn't be satisfied That's unless true. they get their pound That's of true. flesh. Mitch and, McConnell yeah. wouldn't get his little fun either. Yeah, so. all, all the cocaine that he ships in, in on his boats, you know, you know. How would they be trafficked if it wasn't for... And he's not right in the head either. You see he's always having those mini strokes oh, every yeah. couple of months. I don't understand. Why can't Evil it? really keeps these people going. Yeah. I, and it's true. Evil doesn't die. And I'm not wishing death on anybody. Mm. But... Evil You're a better man than I. Li- well, <laughs> we're on Rumble, but I don't want to knock on the door from Capitol Police, so we don't wish death on anybody. Hey, hey maybe the adrenochrome is, is pretty strong. I was going to say the same you thing. Know? I said, let me not go that crazy. I, I, I go pretty. <laughs> I, I go pretty. It. I go pretty I crazy, it. but I love uh, it. It, it, it might not be adrenochrome. It, if who he, knows if what it is, it is? He needs a re-up of it because it's not doing a whole lot for that speech. Yeah, he's definitely... Um, he's got the discount one. They're saving all the good stuff for Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. He definitely has uh, something that uh, is is keeping them somehow... I, I don't know. Maybe Look at it's Feinstein. Just, it's a yeah. life contract with yeah. these people. When you sign your soul to the devil, he doesn't give you a break. Uh, she died literally in two days before she was there. She couldn't even say the vote that she needed to do. She went on this rant. And then she's dead. Evil doesn't die. It just keeps going. It's literal. It took her 96 it's, it's years. It's elder abuse. And oh, these yeah. people these people were so tortured. These people were so, like, mm. gone in their face. You look at their voices. You look at their, their bodies. They're just absolutely wrecked and destroyed. And, and mm-hmm. what you said there, I think, 
has more of a credence than a lot of people expect oh, to, yeah. to be with the deal with the devil because hundred percent because if you're if you're if you're making the decisions you're making if you're making the moves if if you're if you're calling the shots like you are right now they're doing evil ass you, fucking you shit. are fine yeah. with the sacrifice of people to further your financial gain it is death you are fine with death either you like to see the death or you just don't mind it to get yeah. rich. Well, see, Either this, way, you're sanctioning death. This is the one pushback I have when people say it's elder abuse. Uh, that that implies that these people are in some form or fashion victims. These people are willing participants in evil. I don't want to give them any uh, escape hatch for what they're they're participating in. Joe Biden has been a fucking piece of shit for 50 years. Yeah. It, it, it didn't like start a couple years ago <laughs> or start 12 years ago after he had his strokes. This guy has been a fucking scumbag from Jump Street. Yeah. So there's no elder abuse going on with Joe Biden. The dude is a monster. He has been his entire godforsaken life. Yeah. He's just an old piece of shit now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're all evil old piece of shits. A lot of them are also pedophiles, which yes, uh, which uh, if explains. Joe Biden is not a pedophile, I would be, be shocked. Surprised. I would Absolutely. be shocked. They're probably yeah. circling the kindergartens right now to find him a Valentine, but maybe <laughs> maybe that's, that's... <laughs> they got twenty four hours to come up with it. That's the com- that's the comment of the night. Uh, you know, taking Jeez. Ghislaine Maxwell out of out of her own uh, job. Yeah, that's true. That's literally what she did. She true. was hanging out that's outside of did. local schools here in Florida, yeah. and uh, victims came to her. And uh, victims literally went to the police, went to the FBI and said, hey, there's this lady like being really creepy outside of the school, literally taking children and then raping them. And then the FBI is like, yeah, cool. Sorry, bro. Yeah, whatever. We're not going to investigate this. Police departments didn't investigate this. And it just shows you, yes, there are some larger forces of evil here. I want to talk about that in a little bit because I do believe we're in a, in a kind of spiritual war. I like to talk about this stuff because a lot of people say it's kind of woo-woo stuff. Uh, but but I don't think it is. I think now more than ever, people are realizing what we're up against and the larger kind of game here. But before doing all that, we do have to pay the bills around here. And we actually have a sponsor today, which is freaking awesome. We, we never have a freaking sponsor. Uh, but now we do. Uh, and Rumble came to us and they're like, hey, we're doing a coffee company. Uh, it's called 1775. They're like, hey, do you want to sell our coffee? I'm like, sure, yes. And they have a website, 1775coffee.com forward slash Luke. Definitely go check that out. As of course, a lot of people hate shitty coffee. And I, for one, really hate shitty coffee. This is why I'm excited to introduce to you guys the coffee company that is alleged to be revolting against shitty coffee. 1775 Coffee Co. In 1775, the world awakened to a new era, and now 1775 Coffee Co. is bringing you a coffee that embodies that revolutionary spirit. Crafted with passion and precision, our beans are ethically and exclusively sourced from the finest coffee farms of Bolivia. 1775 Coffee Coke Farm to Cup Journey ensures the highest quality authenticity and sustainability from start to finish. With each sip, your Palette will recognize, appreciate the delicate and passion that goes into crafting the single-sourced brew. Clint, do you want to take it from here with your coffee that sobered you up recently? Yes, it's the only thing that kept me alive during my hangover yesterday. Thank you so much, 1775 Coffee Company. Takes pride in offering customers a truly exceptional coffee experience with their premium coffee collection, but their dedication to this revolution extends beyond the realm of taste. Safeguarding freedom of speech is critical right now, which is why 1775 Coffee Company has joined forces with Rumble, our homeboys, in defense of one of the most fundamental rights, freedom of speech. Coffee that's sure to awaken all senses, including the sense of freedom 
freedom. Choose 1775 coffee by going to 1775coffee.com slash L-U-K-E and use code Luke for 10% off at checkout on your first order. 1775 coffee, brewed to perfection, crafted with revolution. This is a fucking company I can get down with. Talking point. Oh, that's it. We're good. Wow, they have some and nice did you flavors. Say Bolivian? Did you say Bolivian? Yes, Bolivian. That's gonna be good. I that, saw that is, that is underrated. When they talk about the Bolivian fields, that's how you know you're gonna get good quality because mm. everybody talks about Colombian coffee. Everyone <laughs> ignores Bolivia. I'm from you know the Italian family. We know our coffee. Bolivian coffee is gonna be really on the spot. I need to. Get, I'm gonna take this one. Wake up and taste freedom. 1775coffee.com slash Luke. Go get some. I I like the name. And then Rumble just literally just sent these out. They just literally launched this. So they're getting into the coffee business. Everyone's in the coffee business. And I just want to shout out Rumble for, uh, you know, supporting independent media, being there for us. And uh, the the legal fights that they're involved in are far Mm -hmm. more important than a lot of people realize. So that's why we're partnering with Rumble, working with Rumble. And uh, they just sent us a bunch of coffee. And uh, yeah, check them out. It's always important to support the individuals who are willing to support us so we definitely appreciate you as of course uh financially times are tough as of course people are resorting to some really strange things to survive in this economy one of them i've been prostituting myself for fucking six months now if you guys could please buy some goddamn coffee i'd appreciate behind the publics yeah oh geez okay clint's Clint's been a furry he says he doesn't enjoy it but i think he does Um, i don't it hurts (laughs) part-time But uh, yeah, Clint, Clint's definitely been putting in the, the overtime. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that. There's a lot of feathers usually after he stands oh, up, Lord. but uh, that's just a I separate smoke story. crack and I blow dudes on the weekends. It sucks. Uh, listen here, Hunter Biden. Uh, you know, yeah. trying sounds, to, sounds like a regular weekend at the White House. Yeah, it's, it's, you're, you're not he's trendy next, anymore. He's the new nominee. You yeah. said you were going to be on the ballot, right? Oh, you're officially qualified. Ready. This you're is officially I'm qualified. ready for American politics. Yeah. This is how a politician is made. Yeah. So Clint is preparing before. <laughs> becoming the vice president on the on the libertarian ticket by you know smoking crack and whoring himself and making sure there's a lot of compromise against him so they could use it <laughs> to push their uh, larger agenda. That but at least of if you're out in front of it, you're all good. Just tell him, yeah, sure, I was a crack whore, and you're good. Yeah, you're all good. Yeah, no, I mean it'll be nothing a, to hide. It'll be a uh, rags to riches story. Yeah, or crack to the. From my knees to the vice presidency. Oh, wait, that's the one that we have now. Clint, you're, you're supposed to keep it secret so they could use it, and right. th- you become a politician. Then we find out that you're a whore and a crack right. smoker. No, no, no. See, I th- I'm, t- I'm going the opposite angle. I think that if, I, if I'm just honest about my depravity now, they have nothing to hold over me. Right. This is why libertarians never win elections. Okay? <laughs> that's right. Always be honest, Clint. I am. I'm honest to a fault, which is why I won't win, but it'll be fun. Anyway, uh, the co- the economy's tough. It's only going to get tougher. This one guy in Oregon described how he was essentially paid to be a squatter. And I think this video is fascinating, but it shows you just how completely broken this entire system is. Clint, you got to listen to this video. You, you got to fix your feathers or something. Stay, stay, stay put. You listen to this video because you're going to have some important context here to provide, especially with your uh, uh, real estate and financial background. Here it is. This is how I got a free house in Portland, Oregon, and how you can too. So the first thing I did was find a vacant house that somebody was trying to rent. Next, I looked up how to break into a lockbox without using force. Thanks, YouTube. Next, I forged some documents. This made it look like I had a lease agreement, and I called the utility companies and had the utilities put in my name. I'm not going to pay them, but they don't know that. When the owner showed up, I politely explained that this was my house now, and they need to leave. 
So they call the police and I show them my lease agreement and the utility bills and they tell the owner that this is a civil matter and they've got to sue me. This made the owner super angry so she lawyers up and tries to evict me. Of course, I can't afford a lawyer so I call up a tenant advocacy group who gives me a lawyer that's 100% free and funded by taxpayers. So my out-of-pocket is still zero dollars. So this lawyer fights on my behalf for months and months, really driving the owner crazy and costing her tens of thousands of dollars. Finally, the owner decided it would be cheaper to just give me a chunk of cash to leave rather than continue paying the lawyer. So she writes me a check for 10K and I move out. I didn't even have to clean the place up, and that's a good thing because I do a lot of drugs and the house looks every bit of it. Still no thank you know for aerating the walls, but whatever. So I just got nine months of free rent in a house that otherwise would have cost me three grand a month, plus a nice cash for keys check. And I wasn't even charged with anything. I always thought that stealing was wrong, but it turns out if you steal a house, it's not even against the law here. So this couldn't have worked out any better. Thanks, Portland. Yeah. Now, now is, this, house in Portland, Oregon. is this brilliant or is this evil? Or is this both? Well, it's pure scumbaggery, but this is this is what happens. People start to take advantage of a system when you don't honor property rights. This is a very consistent pattern, not just in Oregon uh, or Portland more specifically, but also throughout California. I'm sure there's simi similarly uh, very favorable tenancy laws in places like New York, pretty much any of the blue states, uh, which is why Texas and Florida and others that, that ultimately give far more rights to the property owner, which is where it ought to be, seeing as it's your hard-earned life savings that allowed you to purchase that home. Uh, in these blue states, it's completely opposite. And because it, there's a lot of people that are that are poor and they're dealing with inflation, all of a sudden there's these crimes of opportunity where people start to take advantage of the system. And this is, even though that, that video may in fact be a parody or something, who knows, but the, these these stories absolutely do happen. I promise you that. Yeah. I've had tenants that, that stayed in properties for fucking years. Actually, in the state of Florida, I had one that stayed in the property after being foreclosed upon for over three years what? for free in a mansion, I might add. Listen, oh, wow. uh, Joe, you want to give your takes before no, I give it's just, off I'm my... sitting here listening to this stuff. And when we, I lost $3,000 in a security deposit because the walls weren't painted the right color. Yeah. And this bastard is sitting there nine months of free rent and they pay him to leave. What he, am I doing wrong? He, he walked like, away with 37 grand, 27,000 yeah. of free rent and 10,000 cash. Yeah, I mean, all to, all the money. Well, he, I was going to say all the money he made work, and he just put in his pocket, but he don't work. No, he's so, just doing but drugs. Like unbelievable. Right. Now, now to be fair, I think this guy is uh, describing a situation that probably I'm happened sure it's to a someone. It, it probably didn't happen to him since he's kind of admitting to fraud and forgery, yeah. which is illegal. But he's describing a situation where this situation probably happened in some it's kind realistic. of way. As of course, we hear a lot of these stories happen in California this and happen in a lot of these places. Just my, happened my, in yeah. Spain. With my with my wife's grandfather, I mean, it yep. literally just happens to them. These Pakistanis walked in and they went to a course beforehand that taught them in Spain. They're called ocupas. They're not called squatters. Ocupas. And they just went in. They took a course. They were moving their furniture in through the windows to not disrupt the common areas. And they were trying to unhook the electric and all this kind of stuff already. The only grace is that they got in her grandparents within 24 hours. Mind you, they're 80 years old. These people are old running after these Pakistani men who are invading yep. this house. Yeah. I told her when you go over there next week, she's got to talk to these people and get them on camera so we can talk to the stories so people can hear it. This is the new world we live in. I say we give the leftists a taste of their own medicine. We get an army of migrants and we show them this video and we say we're giving you a ticket to Oregon. We're giving you a ticket to yes. California. You could go to New York where you have a lot of tenants rights. Let's take advantage of this situation right now. Let's show uh, what was that? What was that? Uh, Haitian name again? 
Oh, Jean Pierre. Let's show Jean Pierre here how to do it in Boston. I got a few landlords. Let's have a let's have a resurgence of of individuals that that kicked out all the leftists from their homes, right? And used this technique as, of course. Hey, yeah. they made the rules this way. They made the laws this way. Why shouldn't uh, the legals take advantage of it? Why shouldn't yeah. uh, we kick out all these leftists that Little voted Miss for Boston this? Boston is going to come home from a vacation to Cape Cod, and it's not going to be so pretty. Well, for I, I came out of college. Lives. I came out of college in 08, right into the teeth of the recession, and mm-hmm. and my job was to liquidate hundreds of foreclosed properties Oof. because it was obviously yeah. during the Great Recession, yeah. and a lot of people were losing their houses. There was a, a plan in place that most banks were doing. It was called cash for keys. Once someone had already lost their home, you had to pay them to actually leave because otherwise they would fight and they would stay in there for years because the courts were so backed up. This this is a standard practice. So, uh, I mean, I guess this is a, a tip for those at home that if you ever get evicted or foreclosed upon, if you want to just fight it, they'll offer you cash to, to leave because they don't want to have to go through the court system, which will sometimes take years. Or you can sit in there, probably destroy your credit, but but get a couple years of free rent. It's a really fucked system, but this is why property rights are the fundamental pillar of Western civilization, but most importantly, American civilization, because that's what I actually care about. And this is why the Marxist mentality, the communists that have taken over the intelligentsia as well as academia, that have, have propagandized people into believing that property rights are in some form or fashion slavery or yeah. fucking oppressive. Landlords are evil. Yes, yeah, yeah, all that nonsense, even though you fucking worked and slaved away your entire life to be able to afford to buy one home to then rent out to this piece of shit college student who fucks you in the ass, steals $27,000 worth of rent from you. I mean, it's it's pure evil, but this is this is the broader degradation of society. And it's, it's laws that are only kind of used and utilized in a way where it's kind of beneficial to uh, the state and not to everyone else, because... You know, you violate someone's private property, the state's like, eh, fuck off. You violate an LGBTQ mural or a flag, you're going to fucking jail. That private property, that's sacred. That's important to us. Those are symbols of representation. Of course, we have this next story here. What what if you walk into the Capitol on January 6th, Luke? Yeah, but this is is another story that I think is more related to what we were just talking about here, specifically of a Florida man that has been recently arrested for vandalizing an LGBTQ mural in South Florida after he took his diesel truck and decided to, of course, skid on this road that, of course, has the rainbow-colored flag all over it here in southern Florida, as, of course, we're, we're playing the video for you here, as, of course, this is private property that even in places like Florida, the state is valuing. The state, I think he also had a Donald Trump flag in the back of his um, his truck there. Some people are saying this guy is a hero. Some people are saying this guy is based. Some people are saying, hey, this is private property. We got to respect this private property. What do you guys think about this situation? He's having fun in his truck. I mean, do we know that it's that it's private property? It seems like it's a public road, no? That's true. Uh, but a lot of these kind of displays of um, LGBTQ stuff usually is done in coordination with private businesses mm. and, and the public. Um, even here in, in Southern Florida, there's there's a gay street. Um, you know, it's like, okay, I guess the well, street we just don't need it. Gay. We just don't need it. We don't need gay flags painted onto streets. We well, just, they just, they also on. they also have pride vehicles. The Miami PD will have uh, you know basically rainbow cop cars. Look, this point's been made by other people, but I'm going to steal it and make it my own. This is conquest. 
Like when you see mm. when you see flags that like I'm not even a big nationalist by any stretch of the imagination, but when you see other flags that are taking precedence over your your domestic flag, there's a real con- there's a real cause mm-hmm. for concern. That is, if you if you go through Europe, this has been a very common practice throughout that you'll see not just uh, flags of migrants, but also the LGBT flag or that fucking the all inclusive one with the like the brown and the yeah. child love and all that shit. Sexual thing, yeah, yeah. Like this is this is fucking con- this is cultural conquest. I think people need to realize what it is now now if i actually saw a rainbow flag on the street would i fucking burn out in my car over it probably not but i understand why people are fighting back they are they are awake even if it's not it's not necessarily i think in most cases it's actually not at all about prejudice towards gay people it's about identifying that there is an agenda that we are functioning under and people are fighting back we just don't want to shove down our throats all this stuff all the time that's a weird thing if i wanted it to be shoved down my throat i would have already been gay yeah exactly it's just ridiculous we don't need to keep hearing about it every single day you already have the month actually there's 144 calendar days dedicated to lgbtq plus in some way i don't know all the days because i have no time isn't there like a gay shit. month now? We've had I think, gay I pride think. month. Okay. Are you, no. So LGBT pride month, there's a separate tranny month, trans awareness month, and there's transgender day of remembrance, I guess, to remember that you have a dick. Um, <laughs> but I don't really know what they're even remembering. Oh, no, it's the ones who got murdered. Right. You have to remember the ones who got murdered because they went home with a guy and didn't tell him that they had a penis. Yeah. So then he shot them in the house well, when and, they went and, to bed. And mind which, you... Mind you, about 80% of them are killed by black people. But we can't talk about that either because <laughs> not, not during Black History Month. We can't talk about that. Oh, yeah, we that. are in Black History <laughs> we Month. We still are in Black, History, in black month. History Month. <laughs> Which I don't mind Oops. Black History Month. I, I don't mind that one. That, oh, well, that's look, you know, that's fine need, with me. I don't need me. any fucking I, months dedicated I, yeah. to any fucking causes. Yeah. Just, just like, When's White Month? <laughs> so they say every other month. Every Based other month is White Month. <laughs> And then there's Black Music Month, too. That's in June. I feel too white. I need to go tan so I can feel better. You got to get a month. You can get Puerto Rican month if you get tan enough. I got to get brown skin. I think I'm more included. This is why people are chopping off their tits and dicks, because they feel bad about themselves. You can get tranny month. Now she wants to go get tan because she feels guilty for being white. white, You see see what you've done to Steph? This is is criminal shit. Yeah, the doctors could give you a fake dick by, uh, you know, chopping off some of your forearm stuff. You don't have to do it. Look at Dylan Mulvaney. He's still got all his genitals. So all you got to do for one month is say, yes, I'm transgender this month. And you get your month. Very simple. I I want Polish month. Where's Polish people month? Polish heritage month. I'm sure there is a day. Of my Polish people. (laughs) Where's Uh, where's fucking German month? And Italian people. I mean, every restaurant you go to is Italian and we don't get anything. We get nothing. This story is kind of significant here, as a lot of people are saying, you know, um, if you don't want people driving on the street, don't paint the street <laughs> that you don't want them driving over. As, of course, the the article that is listed here of what people are saying is, is happening here is that this guy is being accused of doing significant damage and destroying a symbol of unity and inclusivity. I, I don't think that's the unity. symbol that, of course, it, it represents unity. here. It's, it's it, become one it, of the most divisive symbols. It's, it's become one of the most divisive symbols in our in our country right now. It's also divisive in terms of anal uh, sex, but that's a separate issue. But that's all it represents. It's literally you're just broadcasting that you like to have sex with other men. Like. Why is that a source of pride? Yeah, Clint. why should I be pride? Look, I'm that? proud of it. Yeah, but I'm not proud that I have sex with women. I just do. Like, why should what, what humble brag? This guy's having sex yeah, with I mean, women. I'm married, whatever. But like, why <laughs> should you still be proud of this stuff? <laughs> don't don't say that about him. The poor guy hasn't got laid ever. So be nice to him, I, dude. In in ten seconds, I went from fucking gay to now being a virgin. This is and you were a prostitute ten minutes ago. Yeah, I know, right?
I'm smoking is, crack with your I girlfriend. Have, I, have, I have whiplash from all of these hypotheticals. Clint has many experiences in his life. He's definitely lived a very... <laughs> but none of them are uh, very sexual very in nature. Life. Don't say prostitute. Escort. Or like I saw on some girl's Instagram the other day. Professional Cinderella. Really? I, I saw wow. this on an Instagram the other wow. day. She goes, professional Cinderella as she flies on a private jet. Oh, my God. I'm I know what you prince. did for that jet girl. We know. Yeah. So th- this guy posted a $5,250 bond, and he's being charged with felony criminal mischief and reckless driving in Palm Beach County. Uh, did, did this happen again recently? Yes. This, this went viral like a year ago, too. Well, this is the did latest story that just him? happened now. And uh, this is the video that's being shared around uh, okay. on social media. I'm going to double fact check this as you guys go on. Is he on. in the F-150? Is that the, uh, is that the pickup truck? You remember a year ago when, yeah, when you so, saw it? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I can't imagine they would have another gay flag, right? Well, I mean, did they just paint it again and another guy went over it? Which probably, would be pretty probably, awesome. Probably. That's, that's probably exactly yeah, that's what's, what's awesome. going on here. Yeah. So sick. It's conquest. That's what's happening. I don't, it, I, it couldn't be any more obvious. Well, look at you, Black Lives Matter. And Black Lives Matter. Conquest the, too. The, the plaza in D.C. There's a street. I don't know if it's still painted this way, but there's just a street. Black Lives Matter. Like, I'm trying to drive. I don't need to see all this. Wait, stuff. our cities were burning and you had cops kneeling right. to apologize and for the shit that they had nothing to do Nancy with. Nancy Pelosi was down on her knees with the kente cloth. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, she's from yeah, Africa yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. I, I don't mean, remember that. At that point, that, that, you're doing harm. To your community if, when you have stuff like that Let's be honest. If happening. the worst people on earth are kneeling with like... Solidarity. What's, yeah. the, what's the name the of The Kente that? cloth. The Kente cloth. Like, you already know you're being psyop. These people yes. don't have a fucking single moral bone in their body. You think that this is sincere? Right. You think that you're not being fucked with mentally? Like, it's so obvious. Mm-hmm. But it takes years of hindsight before the vast majority of people are like, oh yeah, that was pretty fucking crazy. You remember when all of our cities were on fire yeah. and we all were just apologizing nonstop for it? That yeah. was pretty weird. David Dorn, and you had to post the black square on your Instagram or you were a racist. I, mean, I remember you would scroll for hours. It would just be black squares. It was just, what we went through. It was a psyop. It was just unbelievable. And I think leading up to the 24 election, if you thought that was bad. Oh, it's going to be I don't know when wild, it's starting, bro. but I know I plan to be out of the country most of the time from June. I'm not dealing with it this time around. Good I'm idea. be on a nice vacation over in Europe. I'm not dealing with it. Yeah, the last kind of election cycle, that the, was the month before, was just uh, absolutely crazy. It was a month. It was like six months they started, yeah. basically. Well, we were from, locked down. From March. I mean, whenever COVID started, yeah. that's when it began. And then, so we're, we're coming up to the anniversary of the PSYOPs beginning. It, it's starting to be time. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be cyber warfare, war with Iran. EMP. Who knows, man? I don't know. Three, not, yeah, not yeah, three dozen people died during these mostly peaceful uh, and fiery riots, mm-hmm. hundreds of millions of dollars of property destruction, so many things that were just normalized and excused by the corporate media. And it, and it really does seem like uh, at, any, at any moment, at any time, just like V for Vendetta, I haven't watched that movie in a long time, but it keeps being propped up in my head. Uh, there was one incident that sparked everything off. Uh, from your kind of understanding, how do you see this kind of moving forward? Because it definitely does seem, it doesn't seem like we're in the right trajectory. We're going to be going and doing 2020 again. The Super Bowl last time during 2020 also had the same teams playing it. Now we have the same presidential candidates, uh, you know, battling it out. Again, I just I just don't see how they're going to be running Biden from your kind of political expertise. How do you see this kind of election cycle unfolding here? Some people go as far as to say that there won't even be an election. How do you see this kind of transpiring election? We had an election last time, right? And the votes don't actually matter. So it doesn't really matter. They can do a fake election. Who cares? Um, 
I don't think the left wants Joe Biden to be president anymore. I think the powers that be are starting to understand that, okay, the people really do understand that this is a puppet and they're starting to see exactly how controlled their government is by people behind the scenes. They don't want people to understand that. And now people on the left are saying that little too much for their liking. So they may just have to let Trump go through. I mean, Biden, I, Biden's been referencing people that have been dead, dead for decades. He keeps talking about, and that's what and happens. keeps confusing them. So it's I remember crazy. when my grandmother was dying, she would talk that she was talking to dead people. He's always talking about that he is talking to dead people, the dead French uh, president, the yeah. dead German chancellor. Then he confused uh, the president of Egypt with the president of Mexico. It happens right. when, when people are near the end. They do this. They he's do. literally talking to dead people. Yes. For he, fuck's sake. He's, he's, he's at the end of the line. So my, Just real quick, yeah. side tangent. My, my mom has been in hospice care for decades. Mm. She says this is an extraordinarily common thing yeah. that, that right before people died, they see I watched their it with dead my relatives. Grandmother. Yeah. I watched it when she was talking about she was seeing my grandfather and that he told her he's, that she's going to come home soon. Like... This is what they do when they're dying. So, I mean, could we be so fortunate that he dies before the election and they have to run Kamala in 2024? That would be beautiful because, I mean, there's well, no yeah. way oh. that the world could possibly elect Kamala Harris. And I don't even think the deep state would want Kamala Harris to be president because that's just too stupid. Dude, I mean, if, she's, a, if she's the president, I really, I will really have to leave. You got to look into other citizenships. If she, she will real. declare yeah. a war on white she, men. Forget she, will, white men. she will absolutely tell you. It'll be a crime to be a white man under Kamala Harris's, uh, unless she's sleeping with you, which is, you know, she could get through a few million of us. <laughs> but um, in any case, I, I don't know. I think if the polls reflect reality, then Trump is leading. I think reality is Trump has to be leading because look at the country right now. What sane person could vote for this? But propaganda is powerful. Yeah. Propaganda is yeah. very powerful. You think Gavin Newsom? I don't. I think okay. they're going to try to run with Biden if he is still yeah. standing. There's too much money that's been dumped into it. Man. There's too much. If he's still How do you push him aside? This is the other thing. He still thinks he's competent. So what do you do with him? <laughs> if the deep state doesn't poison him or something like that, what? I, think, I think it's really easy. All you do is say, hey, Hunter's going to prison for the rest of your six months on this planet unless you step aside. I don't think he would care. I think he would just wow, pardon him. Wow, you think he's that? I, I think, think he would be like, crazy. what? Huh? Hunter? What? Hunter? Who's Hunter? He's like, you mean Bo? He's like, is that yeah. Bo Biden? Yeah. He's like, Hunter he died in Iraq 15 years ago. He literally I, I confuses his think dead think son. Yeah. Yeah. I genuinely, when they're this craven for power, I don't think he cares. If he cared... Maybe. So my opinion is this. I think that Biden had the level of dementia where he knew he had dementia back in 2016, and that's why he didn't run. By 2020, the dementia was so severe he forgot he had it. Because that <laughs> yeah. happens. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. That, that yeah. starts that if you follow these people when they have dementia a decade or so, by the fourth or fifth year, they don't even remember they had dementia. They just start going to frames of reference pre-dementia. Yep. I think he's in that part now, and it's going to get worse. So if he does last four more years... God help. I want to see the racist Biden return. Thank I want to see him yeah. talk about all the fucking crazy ass shit that he was talking about Dude. before. I want to see that flashback because that will really be a big wake up call to all the kind of leftists, to yeah. all the kind of establishment to Kamala Harris. He, he'll drop a hard say, R on Kamala. Get in the back, Kamala. Yeah. Yeah. Get in the back of the bus here. What yeah. are you doing here? What's the help doing here? He's gonna I be like, see that happening. He's going to be like, yeah. Kamala's a super predator. And everyone's going to be like, what? Yeah, no, he absolutely <laughs> drops is. the N-word behind the scenes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hard R N-word every, every single day. day. She, Every she, she absolutely is, is a predator, especially with what she did when she was a district attorney she in is. California. 
uh, and and all the people that she went after and then criminally prosecuted yeah. when they were fucking innocent. Yeah, it, th- there's just to there's, get her record on, higher on death and higher. row. Yeah. Exculpatory yeah. information. She is such a piece. How do of you shit? live like, with yourself? Yeah. This yeah. is the thing with all of them: Biden, Harris, Mayorkas. How do these people sleep at night? That's what differentiates them between us and those people. I couldn't sleep at night. This is the doing only, half of what they've done. This is the only way you get into those positions of power is to be a totally craven piece of shit. Yes, that's the only yes. way. Someone wrote, "If racist Biden returns, he could win." And <laughs> fuck, he's, if he shut the border <laughs> down, fuck yeah, he's like, if he shut the border down. There's so many other uh, comments we could be making here, but we should probably stop before <laughs> it gets even before we get we canceled. Get, we, you know, we're not afraid of can- being canceled. We're here on Rumble, and shouts out to Rumble. Shouts out for them standing behind kind of spicy, edgy conversations, uh, conversations that I think are worth kind of exploring because there's a realm of reality to all of this. Right. If you look at a lot of the comments that Biden was making a few years ago, you look at his dementia. If that shit comes back, holy fucking cow, that's going to be freaking crazy to see. We have another rumble rant that allows us to have these conversations from Mr. Allen 117 saying, fuck YouTube. Check out the armed fisherman. He's fighting for 2A. If we don't unite, we will fail. Uh, I never I, I never saw his channel. I did see a one guy here in Florida who uh, open carries and he goes hunting and then he gets confronted by cops <laughs> and then argues for the Second Amendment. I saw that. I don't know if that's the same person or not. And just to confirm, yes, this story about this man who vandalized the LGBTQ pride mural is recent. And wow. um, so it uh, happened again. Yeah. yeah this is from Fox 13, Tampa Bay. Reporting that so this incident happened on the again? this uh, just yeah. keep painting it and keep burning out on it. Welcome to America. Well, well, you know you'll get charged again. I think it would be interesting to kind of this is the kind of thought that kind of ran through my head. Kind of walk over with a bunch of ice cream and then like whoops, it, it fell on the, on the mural here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's a little bit not as sophisticated as <laughs> as I always wanted it to be. It's not as cool looking as burning out in your truck, but, you know. I mean, the, you know, there's a significance of that what American diesel truck. What if you paint a black truck. square on it? Then you can't well, that's br- that. No, yeah. paint Black paint. Lives Matter over the gay flag. Oh, that would be a very interesting conundrum. Psyop, the psyop. Yep. Yep. Steph, yep. why are you Joe Bidening the pushing buttons part? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just messing with you. Uh, but uh, Joey, this has been an interesting conversation. Yes, we definitely, very fun. We definitely explored a lot of really uh, awesome conversations that sadly we couldn't have on social media. The last hour I thought was really awesome. Thank you so much for providing your kind of insight and yes, commentary thank here. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're, we're gaining a lot of subscribers here. We're doing really well when it comes to this show. And again, this show is like brand new. We're doing, um, what, what is it, two two months, two and a half months? Three months, and uh, we already have 86.3 thousand followers on Rumble on an alternative platform that, of course, not a lot of people use. We had, what what was it, 85,000 uh, subscribers? Last yes? week. No, yes, yesterday, no? I think it was 84 last week. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but, like, again, a couple, the, couple the, thousand the numbers are rising. And, again, 100,000 subscribers, Clint gets tasered. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Clint getting tasered two hours. Uh, just for your pure joy. I will um, be retiring at 99,000 subscribers. I just want everyone to know. <laughs> um, we'll find you. <laughs> we will hunt you down. And we will make sure that your promise to our viewing, my, loving, caring audience my promise that was will, never be, made. Okay. will be fulfilled. So make sure to subscribe. We're almost there. We could be there at any moment, at any time. All with you guys just subscribing, downloading the app, 
uh, clicking the notification button and of course signing up here to rumble.com forward slash we are changed it means a lot that you guys do that you guys could also of course sign up on lukeunfiltered.com special video reports there's a banger of a video report available for members right now on lukeunfiltered.com so don't forget to check that out uh joey uh thank you so much for joining us where can people yes. find more information about you where can they support everything so that you're everything doing? that i'm doing you go to twitter you type in joey manorino us it's all there my podcast is through twitter we have rumble i think as well but um usually we just put stuff on twitter because that's the biggest audience i have and um yeah just do that and we will have everything up there love it follow him follow at liberty lock pod on x same platform I usually put out Liberty Lockdown over there, but sometimes I don't. So make sure that you subscribe since you're watching on Rumble. Got like 7,000 subscribers on Rumble. I uh, really appreciate that. Bunch of subscribers over on YouTube. Liberty Lockdown is the show. Just a quick reminder, 1775coffee.com slash Luke. 15% off if you use that uh, that link to go get your coffee. Support companies that uh, support independent media and free speech. It's very, very rare. So I really hope you guys will, will support them. And last but not least... Uh, the best political show. Search for it on your RSS feed and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Steph? Also, I want to remind everyone to sign up for the Telegram group so that you can call in on the show and we can see you guys. Uh, you can hear more from me on Instagram at StephWeAreChange or on X at StephWRC. We got another Rumble rant from uh, Mr. Allen one one seven saying Rumble is a Canadian free speech platform. Remember, the Canadian truckers started all of this, and uh, I know Chris Pavlovsky is also making sure that he's going to not be in Canada, and his co corporation and company is not going to be there either. Canadians, mm. I'm sorry, we're invading. We're going to invade you. Then we could have a conversation. <laughs> but before that, no. I love you guys. Stay tuned for more on thebestpoliticalshow.com.